Welcome, everybody, to episode 124 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. We're also uh, going to be welcoming... <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to be welcoming Jared onto the podcast. This is your first time, Jared? It is my first time. We got ourselves okay. a first-timer here, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Corey and Jared are sharing uh, Corey's webcam mic, so if it sounds a little hallway-y sounding, that, that's that's why. They're really close together for those you know in the chat. They're, they're, they well, could almost be kissing. That's that's the norm for the two. Right. Uh, Jared, did well, you prepare your top ten list for tonight? Uh, top ten the, list is ready. Is it? <laughs> I'll... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top ten. I can come up with top ten of anything you need. Top ten. Top ten favorite games of all time. We do ask that of uh, of new guests. So, oh, um, Corey didn't tell you. Surprise, uh, somebody surprise. didn't tell me. Somebody dropped the ball. And, uh, Probably your roommate. Yeah, Sophie didn't tell me. So, uh, <laughs> if you give me some time, I can make a list. Yeah, and go for it'll it. Be ready by the time you ask me. Okay. As long as you it w- let me know when you're gonna ask me. Yeah, it won't be now. Um, okay. We'll we'll uh, so so welcome, Jared. I know you. Uh, we, we talk about you a lot on the episode. All good things because you obviously are a big part of our gaming pasts, right? Oh yeah, we uh, Eric and I grew up not uh, next door neighbors. Uh, in a rural community, which, but uh, yeah, very close, and we all uh, played a lot of video games together growing yeah. up. Yes, we did. Jared, I mean, maybe we'll talk later. I don't know how long you're going to be on here, but about Halo in the basement. I mean, geez. Oh yeah, I could. Uh, I'd love to talk about that. Simpler times. Much simpler. I didn't have to pay rent at that house. <laughs> because, uh, it was my parents' house. Yeah. Turns out. Okay. Well, uh, let's get into nibble bits, fellas. Uh, I'll go first. I only had one nibble bit, and it's only because uh, the week kind of flew by, and I realized today that I had only had one nibble bit, and at that point it was too late for me to get more. This week did fly so, by, and I didn't even have a baby. Yeah. that's Well, that's why mine flew by. Yeah, I imagined. <laughs> it was all changing poopy diapers and crying and uh, me crying. Well, I did that too, but right. it wasn't my baby. I cry right. every night. Okay. <laughs> to sleep. Mm-hmm. You got something you want to share with us, Will? Yeah. Okay. He was watching Outlast trailers. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, so my, my, my nibble bit is Final Fantasy fourteen, A Realm Reborn, will launch for the PS4 in April 2014. So... Uh, I don't. It doesn't say the exact day. It's just April 2014. The beta will be coming out on February 22nd, 2014, oh, nice. for the PS4. So, you interested, uh, Daniel? I'm kind of interested. It's got good reviews. I do want to try it first. You're gonna try the beta? Yeah, I'll try the beta, and if I like the beta, I'll I'll buy it. But I, yeah. Will and I had already talked about getting that, yeah. and I still want to. Um, it's on sale right now on PS3 for PlayStation Plus members for ten bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. So you can try it and let us know if you think it's worth I don't know. us playing. I got too much going right now. Yeah. I'm trying to plot out my next game after I beat what I'm on right now. I'm with you there. Yeah. With you there. I'm doing the same thing. We'll get into that later. Yeah. So that was my nibble bit. Eric, what do you got for us for nibble bits? I also only have one. It's really not a very big one at all. But uh, Destiny is going to be coming out September 9th of next year. Yeah. I was very Which excited. Which also happens to be Dan's birthday. Yeah. It's the, the day before day my before, birthday. Yeah. Um, but that will be a birthday present for me from either myself or someone else. I don't know. We're buying it. I'm not kidding. Okay. That would be great. If I can't get these cheap bastards to ship in, I'll just get it for you. Okay. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. I, I do think it is. <laughs> I did joke that it was Destiny that it's coming out the day before my birthday. But... You, did, you did joke. Yeah. 
I I really feel like maybe it's the game I'm going to be best in the world at. I, you might be right. Dude. Yeah, you never know. There's no chance. Hey, I'm just not very good at first person shooters. You could so. be though. No, I'm not going to be. We'll train you. I'm not very good. We'll make you good. No, you're going to be good at this. We're going to have a good crew rolling in it, too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I so. won't be in it, but... That's for the best. All right, well, what do you got for us? Um, I have two. Uh, my first one is Walmart purchases of Pokemon X and Y will get a bonus. Um, if you get Pokemon X, you get the Pokemon Garchomp. Um, <laughs> and if you get Y, you get the Pokemon Scissor. Um, so, I don't know how it works. That comes in the mystery gift. I'm not sure if it's that, that's how you get it, oh, but maybe. that's how you get them. And both have mega evolutions, and both are pretty cool evo- mega evolutions. So there's that. And um, in Louisiana, there is a sheriff who offered an Xbox One for people to turn in the recent vandals with BB guns. They've been shooting out business windows and houses and stuff like that and breaking into cars. So he offered an Xbox One to try and get people to rat them out. Okay. I'm guessing it's kids because not a lot of older people will do something like that. So hey, you never know. I was I mean, gonna say, Will. The, the Xbox. You one, weren't out on Black Friday, were you? That's true. <laughs> Those people are I, not above shooting out windows with BB gun. Not at all. I shouldn't give people credit for then. far less than an Xbox One. Yeah. Jared, did you have think, something to say there, bud? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Uh, incentivizing with, um, uh, like, with an Xbox One. Um, I also read that they're. Um, in like Sweden, I want to say, uh, are paying pe- alcoholics in beer to like do to like clean the streets and stuff, just so they're not like you know out panhandling and bothering tourists and stuff like that. That's thinking. Like, I like it. Yeah, I do too. That's it, thinking outside the box. Yeah, everybody it. wins. Yeah. It's thinking inside the bottle. Right. <laughs> Very deep inside the bottle. I, oh yeah. I've got Those no problem with that. That's I great. Don't, I have no problem with that either, Dan. <laughs> that's that's I, great. I grew up around quite a few functioning alcoholics, yeah. and uh, I think if we had gotten them to just clean up our street, things would be better off. By giving them uh, that being said, I think we grew up around also a few non-functioning <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> we're probably thinking of the same people as functioning and non-functioning, as it turns out. I'm going to throw out some initials. <laughs> yeah. Uh, T D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. And uh, one more, uh, DK. Yeah, old DK, Donkey Kong okay. himself. <laughs> all right. Uh, what a okay. raging alcoholic Donkey Kong is. What else you got, Will? That's it. Okay. What about you, Corey? What do you got for us? Uh, I've got a few. However, I am horribly unprepared. But uh, let me just – I'm actually scrolling through my tweets uh, right now as that, we speak to see what I say. That's what I did too. So Starbound's beta went public as of the 4th of December. Uh, you do have to pre-order the game to get in, but I've been playing it quite a bit. Um, Jared actually played a little bit too, so when we get into what we played, that'll be uh, that'll be what we talk about. Can we skip to that because I just want to know now? I, I played it. I want to hear it too. Uh, I really, I really like it. I can't put it down. Oh, good. Um, That's what I like a couple hear. others. Uh, I don't remember if even these are mine. This week has been such a blur. Yeah, what's with that week all of a sudden? It's like, holy shit, man. Yeah, I woke up today and have nibble bits. It's the week after Thanksgiving, you know, everybody's got holiday hangover. Maybe. And yeah. the anticipation for the next coming holiday. It's this weird uh, no man's land of uh, unwinding and also winding well, up for a yeah. thing. Especially yeah. where I work. Oh, God. Ooh. What a shit storm. Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> so there is a $50,000 Age of Empires 2 tournament coming up. Uh, I said for that kind of money, 
I think I think we can contend. You think? Well, I'd yes. have to practice a lot. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why why am I so easily overpassed, Corey? Because <laughs> I do usually come in second when we play. That's true. Fair enough. Holy second shit! Second out of two isn't a great showing. Though. Well, Corey being <laughs> Corey being <laughs> took me a second to get your joke about me being second. See, if it was me th- last, <laughs> yes, <laughs> first loser. This is All the right. second one, right? Yeah, Age of Empires D. Man, I'm not as good as that on that one. Yeah. Three is uh, more good. Moving along, I'll just move along. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII is out on Steam as of two days ago. Uh, there are some extra goodies. There's a, from what I understand, a sort of cheat that you can use to make something easier. I don't know. I, I just read the headline. I didn't read the actual article. Um, so we'll figure that out. And uh, my last one, The Walking Dead Season 2 will begin on December 17th. So I know a lot of people are excited about that. we got to get our hangover in before then. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And, and that that's everything, Corey? Those are my bits, as far as I know. Okay. How how was your week? Uh, it was it was good. Did you do anything fancy? <laughs> we actually got our Christmas tree today. Oh, nice. I've been following your process on Instagram. Yeah, your tree. Um, it's it, it was it was a fun experience. It was uh, what was it, seventy bucks Jesus. for the tree, Jared? Yeah, but uh, it's already cut down, and they are they wrap it up for you. And we That's only true. had to walk three blocks. <laughs> we did carry it back three blocks. Corey and I carried it back. Yeah. Uh, but we're drinking mulled wine now to celebrate. Um, homemade. Mold? Not wine. the wine, but the mulled. Huh. And uh, that's about it. Not much Not much happened this last week for me. Ever since Thanksgiving, I've sort of been uh, in a mood. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, Jared, what have, what, have, what have you been up to lately, man? Um, lately, been um, working at the restaurant, doing the music thing. Uh, we just got back from a, a little four-day tour um, where we played out of state. Had some real fun doing that, and uh, just getting back and concentrating on recording some new stuff, and also hanging out with my dog and my girlfriend, and um, playing some more video games now that it's kind of cold outside, and I don't have to go outside as much. I hear you. Uh which is something I don't often get to do, but I'm excited to do more of. Yeah. What 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 do you got going on gaming wise? I've been playing uh The Wolf Among Us that uh Telltale Games uh 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 the new, the new one based on the yeah. uh graphic novel series Fables, which I've uh read all of. So I was really excited when they announced that and uh I've really enjoyed the first episode. Um I've uh, been still, uh, when I'm bored, getting on uh, Diablo 3 for console and uh-huh. kind of just plugging away and having fun. Better on the console, right? Uh, most definitely. Um, especially for me and my old, old computer that just couldn't handle it, really. Right. <laughs> okay. Are you and Corey still working your way through Borderlands 2? Very slowly. Okay. I think we've been playing it for... A year, a year, <laughs> probably. I like think once I, a once a month for a year. Grind okay. But You're also, there. we do everything possible. We're not just trying to finish it. We're just trying to have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. and we'll play in two hour bursts, and then you know I'll have to take a crap or something, and we'll just uh, kind of call Conqu- off it. Conquits, okay. All right. Well, it's uh, good to see you and hear, hear from you again, Jared. 
Uh, same to all of you. All right. Uh, Eric, what do you got for us? How was your week? Not bad. I, I got quite a bit of video gaming in this week, Dan. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll be talking about Assassin's Creed 4 a lot more later. Um, I had a, a wow moment happen to me in Assassin's I like, Creed. I like those. Also in FIFA, which I posted on my Facebook that I have dedicated for the podcast. I'm trying to get that on our podcast web or Facebook yeah. page, but it's being a pain in the ass for some reason. I wonder if maybe we could put it on our website somehow. Yeah, I don't know, but I had a pretty cool moment, and uh, it, that was my first experience using the video share mm-hmm. part of the your game sharing thing on PS4. Pretty easy. It's so easy. All you do is you click the share button, go to the video share. And I had to link my Facebook account to it, which took me a few minutes just because I don't know my password right. and my, my username. If I had known that, it would have taken me under five minutes. Uh, all you do is it brings up the clips, and you can change the second interval from 1, 5, 10, and 20 maybe. Uh-huh. You pick a start point, an end point, hit trim, and that's it. And it uploads. It took probably 20 minutes to upload the video. It's about three and a half minutes long. Okay. The quality was really good, though. Yeah, the quality it came out very good. So. I look forward to when we can do that, upload uh, uh, YouTube as yeah, opposed to the Facebook. Yeah, I know. Well, that was Facebook. the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. Um, I played Resogun. I wanted to mention, I don't know, did you happen to look at my score? No. I haven't I haven't been on my PS4 at all. I played arcade mode, and I just sat down one night to play it, and it was on beginner, and I got to the very last level. I say I beat it. I beat all the levels on, in arcade mode, and I saved every human except for one. My score was sixty-seven million something, which was good enough nice. for four hundred ninetieth in the world. That's really good. Yeah, I was I was really happy. I was like, holy shit! Like I just did really well in that game. Yeah. Christy didn't appreciate it as much well, as I did. Right. Or I, as much as we do. I, I had nobody to tell, and I was like, I don't think you understand what just happened here. Like that's that's pretty highly ranked and for two two million. Two million, yeah. Uh, PS4s that have been sold because it's a it's a free game, which so. apparently none of us tweeted for sales. Of oh, PS4. I think someone did. No, I, th- I think I did. You might have. Yeah, I just didn't look back far enough. Right. But uh, yeah, whatever. So I played quite a few video games. I got some cool stuff to talk about later on with mm-hmm. that and Zelda, obviously. Right. One of the main topics tonight. Yeah. So. Okay. What about you? Well, what do you got? Uh, not a whole lot. I've just been playing Age of Empires 3 and Super Mario 3D World. Uh-huh. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I got a ton of video game video gaming time in again. Uh, my daughter will not, my newborn daughter, will not sleep unless she's laying on somebody. So probably 10, 11 o'clock at night, I'll sit in my computer chair. I'll you know put her on my shoulder and play video games. I played, uh, I don't know. 30 something hours 30 some hours of Europa Universalist played some Crusader Kings 2 I played some Civ 5 and I also started Far Cry 3 uh, which I will be talking about later but yeah I've gotten a ton of video game timing time in because I try to let my wife sleep as much as she can um, so I'll play video games from 9 10 11 o'clock at night until five or six in the morning and then I'll I'll give the baby to her and then I'll go to bed and sleep for three or four hours I, I'm also in this severe sleep de- sleep deprivation mode. Uh, and you know, it's not so much, so much sleep deprivation that we have someone come and help us out so we can sleep. It's that three, four hours every single night, you know, it's not enough to function properly, but, uh, not so little that you can't function at all. You know, Mm -hmm. it's weird. It is a weird 
area to be in. Yeah, it's it's like uh, I think I'm like ten days on that. Although I I got more sleep last night. You for feel the, like a zombie. Po- oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, the hallucinations haven't started yet, but I'm waiting for that to start <laughs> happening. So, uh, that's what I had going on. Oh, oh, I had one more thing I want to talk about. Last night, uh, um, I don't know if anyone's ever seen the Shark Tank. No. Um, it's. Oh yeah. It's a it's a it's a pretty decent show. It's a couple entrepreneurs and like some people with an invention will come on and and try to pitch their idea to get funding for you know to grow their companies. Uh, and last night they had the Omni on Shark Tank, which is the the treadmill thing that you use with the Oculus Rift. Oh, which oh, was, that was on there. Yeah, it was they on there. That on there. Yeah, um, it didn't end up getting funded. Everyone seemed to like the idea, but they didn't like that. You had kind to, of janky technology. Well, no, the, they said the techno. The guy that tried it loved it. Um, one of the, one of the one of the sharks tried it out and loved it. And he was kind of he had a he had a couple like internet tech companies that he had started and grown. Uh, he really liked it. He said, uh, but as far as you know, because the Oculus Rift itself is kind of a niche device, and then the Omni is going to be even more niche on top of the Oculus Rift. So. No one seemed to really like it. They said it was too expensive, too big, mm. so no one ended up funding it. But it was neat to see it on there because I, you know, it was a product that I was familiar with, being familiar with the Oculus Rift, like we were. They all love the Oculus Rift idea, though. That's so, cool. Yeah, good. How could you not? I know, really? I know. It's it's it's. I can't wait for that thing. Uh, before we move on, Dan, I actually had a couple things also that I wanted to talk about, uh-huh. especially because Jared's here tonight. Jared, I don't know if you saw, but the World Cup uh, groups were drawn yesterday. I I didn't see them, but I saw on Facebook people were posting about it. Someone said something funny that uh, I I don't. um, This isn't directed to you at all, but uh, better not be. uh, uh, (laughs) No, I just thought it was funny. He's like, "Oh, now everybody's going to start pretending like they care about soccer," Um, which I mean, I do legitimately like watching the World Cup. I know you do. And I know you do, too, as well. We, but uh, I, I, I didn't see the pairings, though. Uh, well, U.S. got pretty fucked in theirs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got put with Germany, who's the best team in the world. Oh, um, nice. Portugal, who has Cristiano Ronaldo, who's debatably the best player in the world. Uh-huh. Um, and also Ghana, who you wouldn't think much of. They're pretty good. But they beat us in the last world. or Not the last yeah. world, but the one before that. I remember that. Yes, the, uh... knocked us out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We struggle I, against I, the African teams. Yeah, I never, I've never been pissed at Ghana before that, and <laughs> I since. Which is odd. So that's why, that's why I remember that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, I think our best chance is we have to beat Ghana. I think if we can get a draw from Portugal, Portugal's beatable. They always kind of shit out in the World Cup when you expect them to do better. Um. We have a chance. We're not going to beat Germany, but it's the top two from the group that move on. Right, so as long as you move on. We have a shot. You never know. A puncher's shot right. at moving on. Although our team has been much better since we got our, our new coach. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Uh, that, and I think that was it. Arsenal keeps chugging. They're still in first, looking nice. really good. Big game tomorrow. I have to work. Oh. <clears throat> so you're missing but. football and... I'm going to turn it Football. on. I'll turn it on the TVs there and okay. keep tabs. All right. Excellent. Anything else? Oh, for me. I forgot. I played Starbound, too. So okay. I'll talk about that talk with about that Corey later. and Jared. Excellent. I'm looking forward to hearing about Starbound. I can't yeah. wait. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on Super Mario 3D World and 
Zelda. Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. So we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 124 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our main segment. Uh, We're going to be talking about Super Mario 3D World as well as... Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. A Link Between Worlds. I can never get that name right. I got it I, down today. Dude. I've just been doing Zelda 3DS. Yeah, me too. But to make today, it I was like, maybe I should figure out what it's actually called. Okay. Well, let's talk about that one first. Uh, Eric right. brought his... Uh, <laughs> not prepared, huh? Well, it's not that I'm not prepared. Like I said, I, I like to, when I know I'm the only one to play the game, yeah. I like to take notes. Notes. But my setting for where and what time I've been playing the game hasn't permitted it's, it's, me to do so it's not conducive to note taking while playing the game but it's pretty fresh so yeah yeah uh eric brought over his 3ds xl that he just got and i gotta tell you the size of it is just perfect and uh, i don't have very big hands um, that's a- <laughs> what nothing you're gonna say that's what she said that was a good one how dare you the Sorry. size is just go, perfect go Okay, uh, but yeah, the, the, I like the size of it because my even with my small hands, the 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 normal size 3ds, I get a little you know cramped sometimes. Corey, how dare you? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Dan's just shot over it. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, both of the the system after having played with it for a little while and and the game. Let's, well, let's hear about I'll it. I'll start with the system, I guess. Um, Zelda's the only game I've played on it so far. Will let me borrow some games. Yeah, like um, Mario Kart Seven. Yeah. Hasn't even played it. I was underwhelmed by the ones that will let me borrow while I appreciate it. Oh, then I'll just take them back. The only one I even want to play is Paper Mario. Then I'll just take them all back. Sticker, you have Sticker Star? Yeah. Really? Eric's being a Richard over here. No, that's the only one I want to play. <laughs> I didn't know you had Sticker yeah, Star. I'll I probably can... want to borrow Sticker Star eventually. Yeah, Dan, you can have it. <laughs> You'll have to get it from me, though. Right, dude. yeah. I don't have time I'll now. go get it from him. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, as far as, I mean, like I said, I, that's literally all I've done on it. I want to download YouTube and Netflix mm-hmm. and shit and see how, do you guys have those for yours? No. I just want to see how it looks. Yeah, you got to try it out because you know people I mean? are using it. And YouTube so. just came out for it. Yep. That's new. So yeah, I haven't done any of that yet. Only played Zelda. Um, as far as how it feels in my hand, like when I hold it right now, it feels good to me. Yeah. Mm. When, <laughs> when I'm laying in bed holding it. My left hand goes numb rather yeah. quickly. Yeah. And it feels like a stranger. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> a stranger. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it does. My le- my left hand, it's like my my pinky, my ring finger, and my middle, my middle finger a little bit less. Uh-huh. They go numb, and I end up having to, like, hold it weirdly. Yeah. And it's a pain in the balls to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it might just be how I'm laying in bed, though. Right. If I, you know, tinkle with my angles, maybe it'd be better. Now you don't get that when you're playing the the Vita, right? No, I do. Oh, do same you? thing. Okay, so it's just a handheld thing in general. In, in terms it's, of, um, go ahead, Corey. Eric, I'm I'm with you on that. I've noticed that just playing mobile games on my phone, I yeah. can't comfortably lay and play it. Is it just your left hand? No, it's both. Because my right oh. hand is perfectly fine. It's only my left hand. Weird. I think it might be because. Um, Am I having you're a heart attack? On like a bed of nails. Maybe that has something to do with it, or like uh, there's a rock under your bed, or a pee a under pee. your mattress. Uh, <laughs> I'm just spitballing here, but I'm just trying to help. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. I, it's got to be the pee. I think it's the pee. 
Yeah, Eric it's, is a princess. It's easy to pee or a heart attack repeatedly. Because <laughs> it goes oh, numb, and yeah. then I hold it out right, and then it goes back to normal, and then I have another heart attack, and it goes numb again. Half numb. Okay, so so long periods of time, not not. No, really. It doesn't even have to be that long, long, honestly. Probably 20 minutes, and it starts... My hand starts fizzing up on me. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. But that being said, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm not going to not play it. Right, right. I well, you're care. there. Right. What I'm there. I'm in bed with my pee. Right. Um. All right, so let's get into Zelda. Yeah. It's been forever since I played a Zelda game. I think probably since maybe Ocarina of Time. Yeah, because wow. you never had the GameCube one or... Wait, wait, wait. Wii? No, I played, I played Wind Waker. Wind Waker. A bit. Okay. I played a okay. bit of Wind Waker. Did you play Twilight Princess? No. But somebody Did you told play me Skyward Sword. No. Somebody told I was talking to a guy today who I work with who's a huge Zelda fan, and he told me that I was explaining this game to him, and he said um, you can kind of switch between worlds in this, and he said that it reminded him of Twilight Princess. Yeah. What I was talking about, and he also told me I need to have a Wii to play Skyward Sword. So. Uh huh. My girlfriend has a Wii. Her parents. Uh, and I said go. to her, hey, my buddy at work told me you need to bring your Wii to our apartment so I can play a game. And she said, absolutely not. You used to have a Wii. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and my Smash Brothers. <laughs> then I sold it specifically to get rid of Will's Smash Brothers. Yep. They never so, got it back. Sold the Wii. I told her she could have that for free. I only sold for the price of the Wii. Hmm. Will? Interesting. Anywho... Um, yeah, so Zelda Link Between Worlds. I've probably played six-ish hours. I looked at how long to beat. It's anywhere between 14 and a half to 16 and a half hours for like completionist. That's probably good, though, for, yeah. for a, a handheld game. I'm happy with that length. Yeah. I think I'll probably be a little closer to the completionist because I am doing... Some side stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. There's not a ton of side stuff, as far as I can tell, but I do want to get all the like little dungeons and... You know, hidden shit in the mountains and whatnot. Um, so I'll probably finish somewhere in between there around 15 hours. But I've probably got about six, seven hours, a little halfway-ish. Uh-huh. Um, so the game, st- I don't know if you want me to talk about the, the story. Or- yeah. I'm always afraid I'm going to spoil it. I yeah, mean, just, just, there's, just, there's not a the, ton to spoil. Just the gist, honestly. I guess. Just don't spoil it. Right. There's not really a ton to spoil. I This is the Same thing with, with Zelda games. I feel like it's like, it's nothing earth-shattering no. to me. The quest you start. But it's just really fun. Yeah. And you just play it, and you're like, well, I just want to keep playing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the gameplay's great. It looks really good for a handheld. It's obviously not as good looking as the Vita, but you right. know that going in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the story, your Link, obviously, as you always are. Um, the villain, I think, is called Yorba. I may be wrong on that, but basically what happens is she traps... Might be a he. Looks like a she, but I think it's a he. She traps all of the the seven sages of the world into paintings, as well as Zelda. She turns them into paintings, and your mission is to rescue them from the paintings and bring them back to the real world Uh and to save Zelda, obviously. Um, So it starts out, the first three missions are you going to get these pendants um, to get the Master Sword. Because they're, they, she puts this spell, it, it's got a lot of colors and stuff, and it's like the spell around the Hyrule Castle. So you have to get the Master Sword in order to break the spell. Mm-hmm. So after you do that, that's kind of like your introduction to the games, getting the three pendants and going around the world and exploring a little bit, and you know just learning what's going on. Like I said, it's been forever since I played a Zelda game, so I maybe this stuff 
it seems like they do a lot of the same stuff. If I were to guess, yeah. I might be wrong. But Well, even if it's not the exact same, it's very pretty, similar. Pretty damn close. Yeah, right. very similar. Yeah, so you get the three penance, and that's kind of when the game really starts opening up. Um, it's not like it's a huge tutorial or anything like that. You definitely can play it. Uh, but that's when the game starts opening up is when you um, get into the castle and break the spell and try to start finding these seven sages. Um, so... Once that happens, a second world opens up, and it's like a dark Hyrule, kind of. And as you're traveling around Hyrule, you'll see cracks in... could be in a wall, it could be in the side of a mountain, and it'll have these little colors next to it. And the, I guess the, the main thing that this game does different than the, the past games is you have a, a power to merge into walls, and your guy looks kind of... I don't know if you've seen it. He looks like some... The way my friend described it was that... It looks like an Egyptian painting or uh-huh. something, and you can move across the wall as like a painting. Oh, nice! Because at the beginning you you get trapped as Link in a painting, but you received an item earlier on that allows you to get out of it, okay. and you pick up this power. So once you merge into the wall and slip into one of those cracks, it takes you into like Dark Hyrule. It has a name, can't remember what it was. Like I said, I wanted to take notes, I didn't. Right. Forgive me. <laughs> um, so you go into Dark Hyrule, and it's just like. Instead of nice people walking around wanting to talk to you, it's all enemies for the most part. Yeah. So if you need items, you have to go back to Hyrule. I haven't found it to be annoying at all because you can find save points throughout the world and there's a little bell you ring and a witch comes and picks you up and can take you to any save point that you've unlocked, which is nice. Um, so you go back to Hyrule. That's to, like the fast travel. Yeah, I it's guess. a fast travel. Okay. Um, you go back to Hyrule to get your, your items and this is something cool that, that, that they did, uh, I don't know if this character actually Corey's showing it right now in the in the stream. Ravio, are you familiar with this character? No. I don't know if it's been in Zelda's of past. I think he's new. Okay, but he's like the merchant where you can you can get items and whatnot. So one of the really cool things they did is you can rent them instead of purchasing them huh. for much cheaper. Because what it is is you have them in your inventory until you die. If you die. Ravio sends his little bird friend, comes pick them up from you, and then you have to go back and get them. So I have only bought two items so far, and they're all available pretty early on in the game. I'm talking about, like, the bow, the hammer, oh, the, wow. the hook shot. There's some other wands and stuff that I haven't used yet. But I bought the bow and the hook shot. I felt like those were going to be the most useful to me. And then I rented bombs and the hammer and uh, something else. So, yeah, and so you go back to the Dark World, and that's where you are going to find the sages that you have to save. I've done two of the sage dungeons so far. Um, it's Obviously, it's got the puzzles and whatnot that Zelda's known for. Nothing too difficult, which is nice. It's got a, a good level of difficulty. Okay. Um, so you do have to think a little a bit. A little it's bit. Not, not, definitely it, not a lot. They're not immediately apparent. You have to... Maybe two seasoned Zelda players, they probably are. Okay. I'm not that, so... I didn't have trouble with them by any means, right. but it's it's enough to keep you interested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's enough to, to keep you going. A good balance. Yeah, it's a definitely a good balance. I've only died once so far, so it's definitely not a hard game. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. It's just got that that certain something yeah. about it. You know what I mean? It's just got that nostalgic Zelda greatness about it the 3d on it looked really good too i was very very impressed with how because some games the 3d like feels like it's tacked on almost but that mm-hmm. feels like it was made for the 3d, 3D. and it wor- it looks really good i keep the 3d turned up about a third of the way probably okay. when i'm playing um 
it, hurt, it does bother me a little. It bit. hurts yeah, your right. eyes, yeah, yeah. After after playing for hours, I I ended up doing the same thing with Pokemon. I would turn yeah. it off after yeah. a while. Definitely. Um, the music is good. I like the the main theme. I guess it would be. I don't know if it's the same as it always is, but I really like it a lot. Um, the merging into the walls is really cool. That adds an extra element to the puzzles a lot of times. Because I, I knew I would do this. I forgot that I could do that at oh, first. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how the fuck am I going to beat this puzzle? And I was like, oh, I can merge into the wall and walk across this area that I couldn't otherwise get to. Mm-hmm. You know. So they, they added that, and I think that's a really cool part of the game. Uh, Corey, have you shown any of that yet? Merging into walls? I, I, don't, I don't think so. Not that I picked up oh, on it anyway. Okay. Yeah, it it looks really cool the way that they did it. But, I do like um, just yeah. watching the video how familiar it is from a link to the past. Yeah, definitely. Like Link's house is the same 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 shit. <laughs> the that... castle. Oh, there's the merge in the wall. Are they doing it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching it right now. Doesn't yeah. that look cool? Yeah, it does. Yeah, look that's cool. really cool. Just the art style of it, it looks so cool, and it's also it's like, a way to dodge enemies. It looks like. Um ancient painting yeah egyptian painting yeah yeah that's exactly what my buddy said when he i was talking to him about it. he's like yeah you look like you're in like an egyptian painting or something i was like yeah yeah but you can move that's so cool. yeah it's it's really it's it's just a fun game and like i don't know for a handheld game it's it brings a lot to the table i'm definitely into it i'm going to beat it for sure like i i look forward to playing it every night uh-huh. um like i said it's nothing earth shattering i if i were to give it a score so far Eight. It's nothing. It's been getting like nines and nine and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think part of that is just the history of Zelda. Yeah. And the respect that people have for it. It actually makes me want to go back and play the other ones. Play some of the older ones. And I'm debating right now, after I beat that, the next game I get for 3DS, I might just buy Ocarina of Time and go back and play that. Yeah. Yeah, because they made a, three, a 3DS version of it. Yeah, they did. Um, if you ever get to play the Wii ones, play Twilight Princess. That was my favorite. That's for Wii? Yeah. What other DS ones do they have? Do you know? There's the Oracle of Seasons, Oracle, Oracle of, Seasons. of Ages, which are kind of the same. They have differences. There's two of them, really? Yeah, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages. There's another one in there someplace. A Link to the Past, Link, obviously, yeah. is the, the classic one. So. I like the the touch screen is used for inventory control, uh, gear control. Or li- and- I'm sorry, Link's Awakening is Link's the classic Awakening. one. A Link to the Past was Super Nintendo. Oh, okay, but anyway, yeah, Link's I'm gonna Awakening. look into all that stuff. But yeah, the touch screen works well. It's got the inventory, your gear. It's got the map. Uh, that's also where you can call for the witch to come pick you up and take you to any of your save points. So that's kind of neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like when I was thinking about what I was going to talk about with Zelda. I was like, well, I don't feel like there's anything. Like I said, earth-shattering, it, it, but it not, does. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's, Definitely it's a, not. It's a Zelda game, solid gameplay. Well, it's Nintendo in a nutshell. Yeah, solid gameplay. Uh, they're not doing anything that different with right. it. Right, right. You know, they add a new mechanic here and there. Which, they, the, the merging into the wall as a painting is yeah. really cool. Yeah, like you're, you're absolutely right. That's kind of Nintendo in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely recommend it. If you have a 3DS, there's really no excuse for you to not buy it yeah. unless you don't have the money. Right, which is my situation right but now. But you can borrow it I will, from me. I will, I'll get it at some point, too. Well, yeah. Maybe you borrow, borrow. from me because I'm going to beat it this week. Okay. I'll be shocked if I don't. Okay. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. Uh, looking forward to playing some more. Probably not tonight, but. How much um, am I going to like it, Eric? I think. You, or not. Do, are you a fan of Zelda? I like Zelda, but you know my take on the whole thing. What's your take on the whole thing? It's the same shit. They just keep wheeling Link out in a wheelchair. 
Well, yeah. Once every two years, same stuff, which is fine, you know. Well, they it's like they, McJagger. They w- 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 you're into we'll... it. It's like McJagger. Well, Corey, <laughs> how much Zelda have you played in the past? Most of them. Uh, the most recent one I played, I played a little Skyward Sword, but I just kind of lost interest. Because um, it seems like I really like Twilight Princess a lot. Okay, is that the one where you you could switch between worlds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might like it. I think you will like it. You should at least give it a shot, Corey. I mean, it's getting really good reviews from people that I'm assuming haven't played a lot of Zelda like me and people that have played a lot of Zelda. It's pretty yeah. renowned or um well received. Yeah. Well received game. Unanimously. I, 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 I don't feel maybe I'm saying like something extremely obvious here, but uh as far as Zelda games goes, I haven't played the one for three D S and but I have played Skyward Sword and um Twilight Princess. Um, while I know that the story is going to be pretty similar and I know what I'm kind of getting into, the gameplay right. is still really just top notch. Mm. You know, yeah. it's still just like fun yeah. game to play just straight up. It's for sure a solid formula, you know, the same formula they've been relying on for years and it still works. Like you said, it's also solid gameplay. Really? I think the only thing they really added to it is just the painting portion of it. Yeah. Which and, looks pretty cool. And no, it is cool. And mer- like I said, merging into walls is awesome. But uh, I think you like it, Corey. You, should do- you didn't get a 3DS yet, right? No, I'm waiting for the Wii U 3DS bundle. Oh. Ooh, nice. They should have. I don't know if it exists. But they should put it out. <laughs> Jesus. I mean. Well, because Corey and I. There is some crossplay you can do with for, 3DS and Wii U games. So. Go for ahead. Christmas, I was going to get Corey a 3DS and he was going to get me a 3DS. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we're just 2DS. Waiting. We're just waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was getting Corey a 3DS, and he was going to buy me a Game Boy from the Salvation Army. Right. M. M. Nels asks if it's a good game for bros, and what are the kill streaks like? Yeah, what are they like? Um, you know, I haven't come across any kill streaks yet, and I've killed quite a few guys, so I don't think bros would be awfully into this game. <laughs> Wait, you can't call in a you chopper gunner? You can't call in any AC-10s. <laughs> there's no chopper oh. gunners. There's no dogs to come in and just wreck shit from half totally, a map away. Uh, Totally not related remark, but uh, I don't know when else it'll, it'll be more relevant. Um, I watched one of the top battlefield uh, guy that represented the United States in like a battlefield tournament, uh-huh. um, and he was the chopper pilot. Like that was his thing. I watched him play on Twitch. It was insane. How, how good he is! How good he was, dude. He was such a dick though i like <laughs> what do you mean by that i like that you can specialize in that game though like he's the chopper pilot like yeah. that's great yeah. he just he was disgustingly good just like crashing into people on the street and on top of buildings and then like cutting up and, and dipping between two skyscrapers and panning through and just mulling everybody down with the machine gun it was insane to watch but, yeah man uh, uh, i don't have the patience to get good with the the uh, air vehicles in that game it's a bitch to learn how to to fly that stuff, mm-hmm. especially the jets. Oh my god! Well, I could see why he was represented the United States. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. said he was a dick. I mean, do you want to expound upon that? I'd, like, I'd like stu- you to. But just his stupid face and his stupid comments. I just wanted to. I mean, was he him. was he bro like or was he super? No, dorky? no, not at all. He was like a skinny nerd. He probably played uh, indoor soccer in middle school. How old? Are we talking? I don't know. 15? Uh, one of those guys that could be 15, could be 35. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know exactly the type of person you're talking about. Oh, man. Fair enough. So, yeah. I'd definitely recommend Zelda. I, I would like to come back and maybe give a, a 
more chat when I beat After it. After you finish it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think I'll <laughs> probably won't be able to add too much to it because it's the same Zelda. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's yeah. just always you, good. You know what you're getting into. You do know what you're getting. Okay. You're getting a quality game. All right. So that's why we need, um, you know, Zelda the the detective game. <laughs> no, because no, like, Pokemon like, tried Pokemon, doing that. Pikachu, uh, Pikachu the detective. Pika detective. Pika really detective. Change it up. I would like a dark, violent Zelda game. Detective Chew. <laughs> well, that's kind of what they were going for with uh, Twilight Princess. It's oh, darker. They yeah. don't have to make it a you know a family thing. But yeah. um, I, I, I've kind of went that. a little dark with it. <laughs> Did go a little dark, yeah. Okay. Yuga, that's the the uh, the bad the main guy. enemy. Okay. <laughs> All right, Will. You want to get into Super Mario 3D World? Yeah. Let's hear I, about it. The way Eric summed up Zelda is basically how I can sum up uh, Super Mario 3D World. Oh, so Nintendo in a nutshell. And Nintendo in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, as I talked about a little bit last week, the basic of the basics of the game is there's a world map like there was in like the older Mario games, um, and like the new Super Mario Bros. U and stuff like that. There's like the general world map, uh-huh. and you go from like level to level inside like world one world two world three and as you enter the level it becomes like super mario 64 was or like galaxy so that's how how um the dynamic of the game works it's kind of cool and it's a very colorful game and it looks it looks really good um in each level there's usually three green stars for a level and one stamp um and you have to collect the green stars to be able to like progress further and further into the game like Uh there's still be like a few levels that are only unlockable through collecting a certain amount of green stars like i got one where i needed 60 green stars to be able to unlock it so it's just like the the stars in 64 yeah pretty much to unlock the different levels exactly yeah Yeah. it's it's pretty close to mario 64 which which, i I still say they should have launched the wii u with that instead of the side scrolling one they should have i don't know why they but that's just me because this is a very solid game, way better than the new Super Mario Brothers U. Yeah. Um, even though I did like the Super Mario Brothers U, it was good, but it, it was the same as the last one. Yeah, except the, much better graphics. Corey's got some gameplay going. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks awesome. I want to play it. Does look good. Um, hey, can I ask a question, Will, real quick? Yeah, what's up? The uh, little ye- yellow burst that's coming out of it—is that just like hitting, holding the uh, the run button? Uh, yeah, yeah, like the stuff that's like dragging behind them, like when they're running. Yeah, it kind of like bursts yellow and yeah, comes out. yeah. That's them. What are those suits? That's like wearing? dust or whatever. I'll get into that. Okay. But uh, there's four playable <laughs> characters. Back. There's uh, Mario, and he's like the balanced character. There's Luigi. He jumps the highest, but he's very skittish. Um, there's Peach. <laughs> she has the hover ability. When you say skittish, will skittish? Explain yourself. Uh, he's yeah. <laughs> not very quick. Like he's really touchy. Yeah, he, he he'll fall off of like Stuff off small small spots. He's a heroin addict. Well, yeah, he's the stoner brother. <laughs> okay, that's why his uh, Smash Ball on Smash Brothers is the best. Yeah, because he's just kind of trippy. Eight ball, exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, there's Peach, and she has the hover ability, so she can like float through gaps and make like there's shortcuts and ma- or levels that she can go over with the hover ability. And there's Toad, and Toad's the fastest character in the game, so he you know runs through levels a lot faster than the yeah. other characters. Um, so yeah, during the game you have to use different characters sometimes to get different parts. Like, I've had to use Peach a couple times to unlock certain areas to get a green star. Um, although you can beat the game with any character, just playing one. I've pretty much played as Mario. I like Mario the best out of everybody. Yeah. I don't really like Luigi a whole lot. Um, not Peach fan, and I don't really like Toad. Okay. Um, Why not? Toad the Chode. Toad? 
Toad's probably my second favorite out of all of them, but I don't know. I'm playing a Mario game, so I just want to be Mario. Mm. You like Dan? Yeah. Dan was out Mario. Yeah, I always use Mario for Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I always used uh, Peach. Mm-hmm. So you'd like Peach? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, and uh, if, like, if, like you can have four players in the game too, and they can all be the different characters. Um, so we yeah, should, you, we should do that. That would be fun. I played a little co-op, and it was really fun. I bet it was. It's, we should we should thumbstick athlete through it. Yeah, we can do that. It's well, it's not very hard, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, these are the power ups that I found so far. There's the normal mushroom, then there's the super mushroom that makes you giant. Um, that's been in the couple Mario Karts. Oh, yeah. I don't know what other Mario's they've I've, been in. I've seen it around. Yeah, the huge mushroom. There's the star. Which is makes you invincible. Uh, there's the Fire Mario suit, which I don't know what it's technically called. I only know it's called Hushka Power because of our cousin Chris. Yeah, he used to call it, call it Hushka Power. I think it's just Fire Power. Fire Power, yeah. I just call it Fireballs. No, just don't even just call it Hushka Power. Hushka, no, uh, Hushka no Power. No context. Okay, Hushka Power. Um, there's the Tanuki <laughs> suit, which was in Super Mario 3D, right? Yeah, raccoon Through, suit. The raccoon suit. So that's back. There's Cat Mario, which was in the the uh, video that. Is that Eric, what the suit he put on was? Yeah, the Cat Cat Mario. Basically, what that is is you can climb up things a lot easier, and you don't fall off. So like, you can climb up like mountains a lot pretty quickly and uh, get stars up there. It's pretty helpful, and it also has a claw attack, which makes fighting a lot easier because there's not a <laughs> cat normal fight. cat fight exactly. Um, then there's the cherries. If you get a cherry Mar- that makes a copy of whatever character you're playing as. So if you get one cherry, it makes one copy of Mario. So you're controlling two Marios. Then if you get another one, there's three. I've had up to five. Wow. Um, which they're really hard to control once you get five of them. I can imagine. But uh, it's pretty fun. There's like one, you had to work the five of them together to be able to get a green star, which was kind of difficult, but it was really cool and fun. Um, and then there's the propeller box, which is uh, Mario becomes like a propeller over his head and he can fly easier. Uh, then there's the cannon box, Mario shoots cannons, and then there's the second Tanuki suit. And what this is is if you're, you die a lot in a level, it makes you basically invincible. So you get that Tanuki suit, um, and you can go to like run through enemies and they can't do damage to you. Uh-huh. So it makes it really easy. It's for the for the kids, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Mario load of kids. Um, yeah. But those are just the power-ups I've seen so far. There might be more. I'm in w- the fourth Why does, world. Um, in the, the video we were watching, Luigi has a mushroom stuck to the top of his head. I think I can answer that. <laughs> yeah. Should um, I do so now? Yeah, you can You can go for it. Uh, I feel like he got more points in the last uh, level, so he's like the winner. Is that right, Will? It could be. I don't really know. It might be another power-up. Yeah, Luigi he had him when he was running around in the world map, and I and I feel like he won more points. I don't know. I'm paying a lot of attention to that. <laughs> yeah, that could be actually. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. actually, wait. No, I remember. I remember watching two people play. It's like something you uh, compete for in a level, and once you get it, um, you hold on to it throughout until you like you like die or you like get hit and you lose it. It's something like that, I think. And then the other person gets then it. Then the other person gets it. It's like I think it's like their way of having competitive uh, co-op in it, along with you working together to try and finish the level. It's like something that which you, I love, which you fight for. Yeah, like we liked Mario Three, how uh, we would challenge each other. Right. It, it adds that little uh, like extra layer to it. I want this. Game. So, like in the in the video that we're watching, the uh, the Mario could throw a green shell at this Luigi and then get the little crown yeah. that he's wearing. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Oh. I forgot that I watched that because I watched a little video before the game came out and that they were talking about that. So, yeah, I forgot completely about that. Um. All right, and then just basically the gamepad functionality. Uh, the gamepad plays the game with the TV, so like you know you'd be you able can, to play it. Yeah, you can the watch TV. it on the on the screen. Yeah, that's how it works. But there are some little gameplay touches they added. My headphones just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you want a beer or something, man? No, I'm good. Right. But uh, there's some like pro- propeller panels that you have to blow into the gamepad to get them to move, to be able to manipulate them to how you want to be able to get to certain areas. Huh. Um, there's that, and also there's blocks that are stuck into like the walls and stuff, and if you poke them on the gamepad, they'll come out of the wall, and you can jump on them to get to different parts of a level. Huh. Uh, there's Wait, not a ton of Say that again. You only see them on the gamepad? No, you see them on the game, but you touch them on oh, the gamepad, yeah, and they'll come out. Um, there's not a whole lot of that that I've seen so far, so basically the functionality with it isn't too... Minimal. It's pretty minimal. I think most of the official Nintendo games are having just minimal gameplay, because one of the things they want to do is make it so you can play the whole game on the actual gamepad, yeah. so they don't want to make it required for whatever game you're playing. Playing, you know? yeah. Which, you know, I see that idea. It's a yeah. good idea if you want to be able to have... Because you like to be able to play it on the gamepad because you, like, if Max is watching whatever. Yeah, his shows, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, that's what it's good for. Um, so far, I really, really, really like the game. Um, like Eric said, though, was it's it's classic Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. If, if you played, like, like, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, or Mario Galaxy, you you get know. the idea of what yeah. it's about. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, like wheeling Mick Jagger out on stage for a little bit. Pretty much. Except way better. Um, the thing is, is that these games are really solid and really fun. Like I want, I want to buy a Wii U and play this game, but like, it's never going to win your game of the year. Right? No. Right. Right. I mean, this is the game for the Wii U that people should get a Wii U for. This is one of the first ones, I'd say. Well, why can't it win game of the year though? Because Corey, it's Mick Jagger. (laughs) You just said that yourself. It's painting it black again. Miss J- M- M- Mick Jagger will never win Artist of the Year. Mario's but he's out always, there painting it black. Always a solid second option. Absolutely. I mean, do you think is it would win Game you? of the Year, Corey? What's up? Do you think it has an issue out of winning Game of the Year? A chance. A chance? No, I never played it, so I don't know. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's I, someone's Game of the Year. Yeah, it'll be yeah, somebody's. somebody's, but I, I don't Nintendo really respect Magazine. that person very much. Nintendo Magazine. Yeah, Nintendo Power's Game of the Year. <laughs> Rip Nintendo Power. <laughs> Rip Larry. Rip Larry. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the game so far. Okay. I'm looking forward to you getting it, Dan, and whoever yeah. else gets the Wii U to play I'll get it eventually. Is it worth buying a Wii U for? Um, honestly, I would wait until Smash Brothers came out so you'd have two games to play. Okay, fair enough. Now, what's another game <laughs> for you? Uh, for a bro like me. Well, what's coming out? You'd. Maybe the next, <laughs> maybe the next Zelda that comes out for it. Fucking Nintendo, man. Zelda, yeah, is there any Zelda Nintendo like good house games coming out for it that it are Ubisoft? Yeah, Zombie oh, U was good. Zombie U was okay. I enjoyed what well, I played. Rayman, Rayman, Rayman was really great on the Wii U. Really great. Um, what about what about Nintendo or? Maybe this is what you're asking, Jared. Wii U exclusives not made by Nintendo. Uh, that is what I was asking. Zombie U. Zombie U. Wonderful 101. Yeah, the Wonderful 101. 
If you like Pikmin, YouTube? Pikmin. See, Pikmin probably wouldn't draw me in. No, no. Oh, Pikmin's not a Nintendo game? No, it is. Oh. It's a Nintendo exclusive. Exclusive, okay. Not made by Nintendo. Though. Wait, isn't the Wonderful 101 made by... Oh, no, that's made by uh, Platinum. Else. Yeah, Platinum. Platinum Games. Yeah. So... I want to play this game really bad. <laughs> I do, too. Can you play the whole thing co-op? Yeah, you can. Oh, that's pretty cool. Corey. I, I Let's said make a long weekend of it with yeah. one of these two as Wii U. <laughs> yeah, bring it down here. <laughs> well, the four of us could play easily. No, actually, me, Jared, Corey, and Cliff are going to knock it out in one weekend. Yeah. So it won't be my Wii U you'd be using. So. You could play co-op over the internet with this? So. I'm not sure. The, 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 the Nintendo doesn't really like the internet. No, they're, they're, even <laughs> now their they're online features are lacking. I will say that. I don't, how is it fucking possible? It's, it's, I don't know, it man. is hard to get a friend request sent and accepted. <laughs> that like boggles my mind. It. Like it boggles my mind so much. I don't even want to bother thinking about it. Yeah, it's tough. the The cool thing in the game is is you can leave messages. That's the online function. You can leave messages online uh, yeah. to like levels and people will see like them. Dark Souls. Oh, like, like Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls. Like a cell phone. But I don't know, Dan, if you saw us on Kotaku, there was the one picture of the kid saying this game is really fun. My family has been fighting a lot. <laughs> my my mom and dad have been fighting a lot. I didn't see that. That's and they, funny. The, guy, the person who wrote the article, I don't remember who it was, said they couldn't tell if it was a troll yeah. or actually a cry for help. <laughs> but I found Either that way, hilarious. I'm ignoring it. That's what's beautiful about those types of messages. Because, you know, Nintendo is predominantly kids, yeah. I guess you could say. So, I don't know. Just the way, pedophiles. just the way it was written was funny. <laughs> Probably one of the pedophiles. It, we're, By if the way, the cat suit looks awesome. Yeah, I love the cat power up. Who hasn't always wanted to use Mario and Luigi in a cat suit? Yeah, pretty, you know, pretty good idea. Uh, you bat- see the uh, sorry, cat. I interrupt you, Dan. That's the fine. Actor who played Luigi in the old uh, oh yeah, Mario cartoons died. Just passed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, back on the, the the subject of Wii U exclusives, there's a open world action RPG that's coming out for it that was shown at E3 called that looked X. Awesome. It did look awesome. That it was like great. a science fiction RPG. Oh yeah, yeah. and I, I think the, it, uh, it it was just called X for or Project X maybe for right now. It doesn't have a name yet because it's too early. Project X was it Project yeah. X. Yeah, and just off of that, I mean, this isn't Wii U, this is Wii, but uh, Xenoblade Chronicles was really cool. Yeah, exactly. I think Nintendo is going to have a lot of those really cool uh, RPG, JRPGs that none of the other systems will have, like the Wii. You know, I it's think almost like a niche thing. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter, also. I have Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Will, uh, one of the listeners suggests maybe Catsuit for Halloween next year? <laughs> Catsuit, Catsuit Will. Catsuit uh, Will. I already have my costume. So, cat suit then? No, I'm Will from Thumbstick Athletes. <laughs> That's my costume. You play too. a damn good Will from Thumbstick Athletes. Thank you, I try. I put a lot of effort into I'm it. I'm going as Corey next year. <laughs> Corey the hot one. I gotta drop some more pounds. Just beat some mobile games, everybody will get it. <laughs> Man. I'm gonna go as Jared from the Thumbstick Athletes. <laughs> I would all know who it is. Nice. It's, uh, sleep, the sleeper costume of the year. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Did we not just watch the same thing? They died and they went back. Any other thoughts? Yeah, I like it. It's awesome. That's okay. about it. I like it too, Will. It makes me want to get a Wii U. Yeah, same. Get one. It's kind of su- like, here we are. Uh, 
two years ago, I was saying the Wii U is a big pile, but uh, well, I mean, yeah, new consoles are out, and I'm only looking at a Wii U. It's been out longer. It's had more time to get a library. It doesn't have a big library, but yeah, just eight exactly. (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 123 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we play this week segment. Now, we are going to start this segment with Jared's top 10 list that he was kind of kind of writing when we were having our main segment. So he said it was finished. So we're going to start with that, and then he's going to talk about The Wolf Among Us. So, Jared, let's hear your top 10 list. Oh, hey. Thanks, Dan. Um, uh, for my top 10, uh, number 8, I have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, Halo 2, but only the LAN play from uh, when we used to play in the basement at my parents' house. I think all five of us were there in addition to other people. Yeah. Wait, Halo uh, 2? Wait, seven, wait, 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 Halo Jared. Oh, yeah. We, it was, did we play Halo 2? We played Halo 2. Yeah. Okay. Not a, Maybe a little bit at uh, Mr. Seymour's house as well, but uh, the, the one specific level I remember very well of Halo 2, and this is the only reason why I know we played Halo 2 is very one specific level is playing um, with shotguns in that one level with the Corcoran boys. Oh, and that was Halo. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Which is an easy segue into number seven, Halo 1, which (laughs) is uh, also mainly just playing the land, but also the story, which which I enjoyed quite a bit of. Number six is Ocarina of Time. Uh... Which I know all of us played, and yeah. we all thoroughly enjoyed. Great and uh, I played mostly at Eric's house because I didn't ever own a Nintendo sixty-four. No, neither did Along we. Along with a lot of video games that I, I played at Eric's house only. I was happy um, to share them with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might happen at the time. No, I was. Yeah. I mean, Eric had to sleep at some time, so that's when I got to play. Uh, <laughs> Uh, number five is the first EverQuest, which yeah. uh, I, I played a lot. I remember Corey used to come to my parents' house, and I don't know if anybody remembers this, but you could get the internet for free if it always had a like little advertisement going. Mm. And we figured out that if you full-screened EverQuest, it would hide the advertisement <laughs> so we could play I it. Jared, I remember that. That's fantastic. Yeah, that was uh, so very poor people did. Um, <laughs> no man, it was just the nineties. It wasn't the nineties. That's what nineties people did, Jared. It was early two thousands, maybe late nineties. Uh, looking at this list, it, it seems like um, a lot of it is things we all played together. Nostalgia, yeah. in a, nostalgia. Uh, number four is Tekken Tag Tournament because I remember when the. Uh, PlayStation 2 came out, we bought that uh, that four-way splitter where you could fit four controllers into oh, yes, it. the splitter. And Eric, Corey, and myself would play incessantly, but we always had, like, a fourth person Graham. who would come in. Graham. fourth. <laughs> who was never as good and always kind of, whoever got them as their tag partner would really get pissed off. <laughs> so it would either be my other or Graham Boris fine, or like Sean Gallagher or something like that, and we'd always be pissed if we got them. Um, 
Number three was Amer- um, uh, Age of Empires 2. Uh-huh. Which I, I think you guys talked about earlier that there's like a big... Yeah, $50,000 reward for the winner. Yeah, I wouldn't do that well because Corey always beat me when we play on- online when I was hiding the advertisement browser for my free... Uh, yeah, fucking smug grin on his face, too. Uh, it's a shit eater, isn't it? Um, number two is Diablo 2. I uh, played that nonstop in high school. I was in my room on that computer just plugging away at it. I ended relationships with, with girls. I ended relationships with friends. I quit sports games just so I could play that game. Uh-huh. Uh, God bless you. Never. I, and, and like, back back when I was in college, I would, like, find it online and download it and play it for like three days straight and then a couple months later do it again just because uh-huh. that game still sticks with me but still my number one has to be final fantasy tactics which i'm sure the mirtha brothers can appreciate you betcha the ones who got that. Yeah. um and i remember the way i got it originally is after it came out on greatest hits um which was like the little CD that came with a little, oh, little yeah. green had the green yeah uh, the green bar on the the spine of the way the CD opened. It's like greatest hits right on the yeah. bar, and it only cost <laughs> like twenty five dollars. And I gave Eric twenty five dollars because he had a car and he drove to the mall, and I was like, "Pick me up, Final Fantasy Tactics." And I remember he got to his house and, and he called bought me an on a lunch because back then all we had was landlines. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out of his house in the dark, picked it up went back to my house and I don't think I went to school for the next three days. But uh, yeah, that's my number one. That's okay. mine too. Good so. call. Good call. Great Our time. lists are very similar, Jared, aside from Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, we all have a lot of the same games on our well, list. Well, we all grew up together, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised. And a lot of it's not, like you said, nostalgic games that we all played together. Yeah, because I mean, I'll play games now that I really enjoy, but it's not the same as like skipping school and sitting around with your friends yeah it's just something about playing a video game with with you know all the people you like hanging out with and having zero other distractions for the rest of the day or or weekend or responsibilities let alone distractions i mean Uh, i never did schoolwork, so that wasn't a responsibility it's just nice to sit down and be like you can just tune everything out of everything else out of your head because it just didn't matter for you know weeks it's just like all the stuff that i have coming up i either don't have to do it or it just doesn't matter (laughs) i'm not going to do it all i can focus on is having a great time with this video game yeah and my friends yeah yeah i remember my responsibilities were back then uh take the garbage down to the curb and if I didn't do that, no one would notice. <laughs> and or I maybe did. watching so, Corey and I choke on cornbread. That was another one of your responsibilities. Uh, no, that was more of a pleasure. That was, <laughs> was something I really enjoyed. Okay. Uh, another responsibility I had was getting to Corey and Dan and Will's house to play video games with Eric. You know, which was only two, three miles down the street. But sure. when Un- you're young. And you'd uninvited. be invited 50% of the time. I'd say 30. Well, I mean, we'd be sitting there on the front porch, and somebody at very least would be in the window playing Spyro at any given chance. <laughs> and finally, yeah, their, else, their no, mom would be well, like, will you just well, let them in? Corey didn't want to let them in. No. Never, never. Sometimes I just want to be by myself. Yeah. It barely lets me in the house now. It wasn't in the cards, Corey. <laughs> okay. 
Jared, let's hear about the Wolf Among Us. Oh hell yeah! I um, I got this game solely because I had read the comic books, and it, the comic books came out started like the the series started a while back, it, at least three years ago, I think. I could be wrong on that, but I'm just saying it came out a while ago, and I I have all the issues up to current. And it's great. I love it. It's a it's a great book. It's really interesting and it's entertaining. Um, but when I saw they were putting a video game, I jumped at that. Um, and the first episode, which is called Faith, um, which is the only one that's out, right? Which is the only one that's out. And I read that the second episode, which is called Smoke and Mirrors, is coming out after the holiday season. But it has no specific date. Yeah, it's usually about two months spread, right? They, for Telltale, they take yeah, their sweet yeah. time. Two months per episode. Yeah, it was a while for the Walking Dead game. It was two months. It, probably like a month. There was like a four month gap between. The, but the thing is, the last episode with with what they have coming out now, they also are like hyping and getting ready mm-hmm. for season two of the Walking Dead. Telltale Games is so they've got like kind of a. They just announced the Game of Thrones one, too. Yeah, I heard about that, too. So? Very exciting. But the uh, the game is uh, a lot of fun, and it all takes place before the first issue of the, uh, you know, the published series, like the comic. So when you're playing it, as someone who has played it, or has read the books, um, I kind of knew all the characters going into it. Um, whereas, you know, if I had just come into it blind, just playing it as a game, I still would have enjoyed it just as much because it does a good job of establishing everyone, but like not in a kind of blunt way where it's like, oh, this is this character. This is what he's is about. It's like, it kind of shows you who they are, um, through like well done cinema. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and like the other games, it's like all based on you know your choices and decisions, and um, you know, and up in like the top uh, left corner of the screen, it'll say, "Oh, Snow White, you know, understood that you were with her on this decision," which is something uh, something they did in in The Walking Dead. Whenever you made a decision that would have your story it would always say like you know clementine will remember this yeah yeah and and sometimes i didn't always intend like like what i decided on wouldn't always be you know what you know and then what it said in the you know like what the the person that i was interacting with decided yeah wasn't always what i intended but it made sense after i had said it you know you know it's well did that did that that's that's a good question. That's a good thing to bring up, though, because I had that happened to me in The Walking Dead a few times. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Well, yeah, it makes sense because a lot of times people misconstrue yeah. what you, your intention with what what actually came out of your mouth. So, like, I, I kind of liked that about the game, you know. Yeah, and that, and that makes it interesting. It's not like all just so cut and dry that yeah. whatever you say is whatever is going to happen because it really sometimes it throws you for a real like uh, real curveball, and yeah. and that's what I really enjoyed about it. And it's you know, essentially a, a murder mystery game. Um, not even, eh, it's a game, uh, but it's also like... A, interactive storytelling. Yeah, interactive storytelling, which is, you know, really great for someone like me who is an avid gamer and like 
there is like the button prompts that are very kind of like jump out at you. But I, I think I did okay with them. And when I didn't, it like added to the story. It wasn't like, oh, you didn't do it, so you died. Start over. Yeah. Right. It's like you're just gonna have to live with what happened. With which with whatever, yeah. Which whatever I, consequence I really comes out of you not successfully doing the button prompt. Yeah, that, but that is the one thing I wish it had told me. Like, um, you know, because I understand if it, it it shows a big X on the screen, I'm gonna hold down X or press X quickly. But like, I didn't know if I'm supposed to move uh, both thumbsticks at the same time or move one or something. I don't know. It's it was a little tricky sometimes, but other. I mean, but to no big consequence. Yeah. I got um, you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a uh, a lot of fun, and I'm super excited for the second episode to come out. Okay. Does it give you any interest in in any of their other games like The Walking Dead? Oh, a hundred percent. If if I I know that The Walking Dead is a good day, uh, a good game. I've seen Corey play it. Yeah. Um, but playing this game and really kind of like having myself do it, it it definitely interests me in the other titles. Because I looked at the website and I saw some of their older titles, like the uh, the Jurassic Park one <laughs> came out a long time did, ago. Did they also do the um, Back to the Future one? Yes, that was Telltale. Yes, cool. uh, it was it was the same type of game as like The Walking Dead and The Wolf Among Us, but just came out a while ago. Yeah, yeah but it was also like gameplay wise. It was like maybe two thousand ten that came out. Yeah, those have been out for a while because I was like, oh wow, they're coming out with the Jurassic Park game, and then I looked, I was like, oh yeah, this came out a long time ago. Oh wow, I, didn't know I wasn't even aware that that existed. That's, I'll have to check that out, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It's really great, and I don't know if anyone's. Should I set up uh, what kind of yes the universe that exists? Yeah, in? definitely, because I, I think that's one of the interesting things about it. So yeah, set it up. Uh, that's the most interesting thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, you it, mentioned Snow White. Yeah, I, do you see your pixelated boob? No. Uh, <laughs> what it is is if. Uh, this, the world that it exists in is that all, like, the fables from, like, you know, Snow White and, like, the Big Bad Wolf and uh, the Three Little Pigs and, like, all these, like, fable stories and, like, uh, legends and stuff like that really exist. And they had to leave uh, what was their home, like, where they exist in, like, their different worlds and had to uh, escape. Like a, a world? No, they all lived in their separate worlds, but what happens in the comics is they're, you know, uh, besieged by this, uh, what's called the adversary, which starts, like, destroying and conquering their world. So a few of them escape and make it to our world, which is, and they live in New York City, <laughs> um, starting... Circa... Well, they they come here um, when the new world is being settled, So the, and they're immortal, essentially, because they're alive in our stories. Oh, so they're, cool. you know, they, they live in New York and, you know, they still have magic and everything like that. So they, they exist in our world. So it's like, you know, the big bad wolf is the main character and that's why it's called the wolf among us because he's had magic casts on him. So he looks like a man, but he still yeah, can smell like a wolf can and, you know, he can change into a wolf and all these things, which is really interesting. And in the books, it goes you know, really crazy, but like in the, the the scope of the video game, it's a uh, 
it's essentially a murder mystery with like little fantastical elements and you like run into things that you know you would only know from you know like wizard of oz or you know little easter eggs here and there it's not even easter egg it's just like what exists in the world like you run into one of the bad guys is fucking tweedle can i swear yeah Yeah. is that okay no Uh, Yep, shit. <laughs> yeah, just well, you run into like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like they're two like kind of that's not guys. Words, that's yeah. cool. That's cool though, because you have that familiarity with with those characters that you you grew up hearing stories about, and and uh, you know have them populate this game world. I think that's cool. And it's not like the Disney world. kind of versions of these like characters. It's like really closer like, to the the source material. Well, yeah, yeah. I, those things. Like, some of those are pretty dark. Those fables, like they're pretty. Pretty, like pretty gross. Um, this, this witch, like the witches that exist in these old Russian fairy tales, are like some characters in it, and they do really horrible things. Like, yeah. but like Hansel and Gretel are a character, and like the witch who, you know, tried to eat them. And like in like the fairy tale, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, they uh, came to a gingerbread house and did all this. But in real life, in this like comic book world, it was a you know a woman trying to eat children. Like right. it's like scary. <laughs> you now call them. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm just really excited to see where these episodes go. And uh, I finished the the episode, you know, uh, within a, you know, I did, you know, what is it like two and a half hours, maybe? Yeah, about that. Yeah. And but the thing you can have multiple saves, so I'm going to go through and like make complete different decisions and see where it leads just me. To see. Um, that's one of the good things too about about the Telltale games in in the episodic format is they're never too long. They're like the perfect length at like between two and a half and three hours, and I think that's the perfect length for a video game of that nature. And to be split into episodes, like I think if you played the whole game straight through from you know uh, episode one to episode five and you what what fifteen hours, I don't think it would be a, be as good as as if they split it up into chunks. You know, two and a half to three hour chunks. I think that's the way to do that type of game. I feel like it's the same way as like a TV where you yeah. know you have to wait a week yep. uh, for the next episode to come out. Where I know this is like you know, almost three weeks, four weeks for another episode to come out, but it's totally worth it because it is like an interactive, and it's different each time. It's not just yeah. you know you're not the same thing as everyone else. But what's nice is I don't know if this is in the Walking Dead game. Tell me if it is. But there's like little achievement things. And like I went through the first episode and I looked at all my achievements and I was missing two. So I must have made a decision where I like missed out on a character or I missed out on, you know, uh, you know, a plot point that would have only happened if I had gone through that. So I've got all these little boxes that say, you know, that when they started, it was all a bunch of ones for episode one. And the next box is another bunch of boxes that say two. Yeah. And I filled in all the boxes except for like two or three of them two on, uh... because I made you know, decisions that took me in a way that diverted me from, so I'm missing like a, a fair, like there's content that I'm missing that makes me want to play it more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess like, like the, the thing about the walking dead that a lot of people didn't pick up on until they beat it. And I'm not trying to spoil your playthrough of fables or anything, but I'm, I'm more curious on, on your opinion of the whole thing than I am trying to poop in your Cheerios or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things about The Walking Dead is is once people got to the end of it and everybody was discussing it and saying, like, oh, I made this decision, I made this decision, is everybody sort of came to the the 
community conclusion that it gives you the Walking Dead series gives you the illusion of choice rather than the actual you know decision making and and the decisions that you make influence the story as a whole. Um, so I'm curious to hear, having only played the first episode, it's kind of hard to tell, but I'm curious to hear if, if in The Wolf Among Us, if that changes a little bit, um, in that the decisions that you make along the way really highly impact the story and change you know, the path that you go on or, or the story as a whole, rather than um, in The Walking Dead, it's just like the illusion of choice, where you're making what seems like huge decisions, um, but when it all sort of comes together, it's like not much changes from one playthrough to the other. Uh, yeah, and and I think you're right that since it is only in the first episode, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but having like read the book of you know uh, fables, what happens in the game is a, a real big shakeup. And I'm sure, as opposed that, to what's in what's in the actual from uh, episode, like from the first issue what's happening in the first issue versus what's happening in the first episode of the game mm-hmm. are really different. Yeah. There's a real big difference in what's going on. Which is cool. Yeah, because yeah, Bill, you know, the, uh, the guy who you know created the comic is a big part of creating the uh, game. And also, when I, what I do know about the Walking Dead game doesn't have anything whatsoever to do right, right. with the books, yeah. Which I've also read. Which gives which gives the the developers you know creative license, which is a good thing. Yeah, but it's all. Yeah. I don't know if uh, what's his face uh, Robert Kirkman was part of making the Walking Dead game. I don't know. I don't think he was. I never heard his name attached to the project in any way. That doesn't. But mean th- that wasn't. doesn't mean he wasn't in some way like even even overseeing it. You know. But I, I, I never heard his name mentioned with, with when, during the development of the game. But Bill Willingham is, like, heavily attached to it. He's, mm-hmm. like, you know, he didn't write it, but he's, like, overseeing it and, like, kind of uh, at least producer or something. Um, yeah. Which, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes because from reading the books, you know, like, a lot of stuff can come and at you it, from it, left, it's still left all, field. It's still all the setup to the, the fables. Right? I don't know if it's a prequel is. or maybe uh, not. It, it, it just seems like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's uh, four more episodes to come out, so I don't know if I like that. Which, I mean, going back to the walk, I know we keep talking about the Walking Dead, but it's you know same same, same vein, uh, same vein. Um, the very first episode of Walking Dead takes place at the beginning of the the zombie invasion, as opposed to the TV show, which takes place. How long did it say? Um, I don't know. It's a, is it a few months after when yeah, when Rick a, wakes up? Yep, yeah, it's a few months. Okay. So, yeah. Because, uh, same deal there. Yeah, I mean that's just kind of like a divergent story path. Other people who aren't in the books. Yeah. Um, where this is like all the main characters from the book are the main characters in the game, which is you know something they have to deal with. And in that universe, they can for what they're doing in the game, at least in episode one. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to start reading the book and be like, oh, what the hell's going on? Well, and it kind of makes you, it kind of makes you wonder if the creator of, of the Fables comic books, Bill William, Bill William has a uh, say in the, uh, us. he does. Yeah. He's, uh, Jared was saying that he's, he's kind of overseeing the, the scripting anyway of the, of the Wolf Among Us. He, he didn't write it because, like, when you start it, it goes through kind of like a movie credits thing, and he wasn't credited with writing it, but he is like in there as attached, like, you know, overseeing, 
Would, but like he's in there. He's, which uh, is interesting because does that make it canon? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it but that's the thing is like I don't want to give away any spoilers of the book or of the mo- or of the game. Should should everyone read it? You think? Oh, I mean, if if you can get over that you're reading a, a book, a comic book about Snow White and the Big Bad Wolf and Cinderella and all these things, which really sound goofy on paper. Doesn't... But when you start reading it, it's it's really well done because it's a very they do it yeah. in a very adult way. It doesn't know? it doesn't sound goofy to me. Me either. No. Um, it sounds awesome. Actually, so like, that that. But universe... like, I tell my girlfriend about it, and she's like, "Oh, you're gonna go read your." <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared, that's just a female being a female. Because <laughs> I'd get the same reaction. Infinite number of of things and, and characters that you can latch onto in that universe, and I think it would be you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah, it, it's a, it, I'm not trying to plug anything here because I'm not part of. Oh, it. I thought you worked for. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I worked for uh, Dark Horse Comics. Or no, Imagine. I'm sorry. Uh, I might have got those wrong. But uh, it's a it's a great series, and the video game is shaping up to be really. really really great because like it, it does what every um i don't want to say great but interesting tv show does is it just leaves you on this huge cliffhanger yeah. and it just goes straight to credits and you're just like ah, shit <laughs> oh the next episode's got to come out in the next 10 minutes or i'm gonna start pulling my own teeth out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that what happened to your tooth jared yeah i pulled it out i got so <laughs> <laughs> okay well thanks for sharing that well, jared i appreciate can, it real quick can Go i ahead. just throw a curveball at you uh if i can catch it it doesn't have to be you this is for everyone uh what would you say what do you think about like telltale games doing a borderlands game in the universe i would like that i i because really it's think, happening i is it yes yeah. i could see them doing like shoehorning that type of game into a lot of different universes you know i think that i think that formula works i had mentioned i had heard it mentioned with star wars i'm i'm looking at all the news from the vgx awards tonight Uh, oh i forgot that's tonight tonight, can i tell you what one game of the year do you want just want to guess grand theft auto yeah that's a doesn't that just lose credibility yeah that's a cop-out i think yeah that's the easy pick but there's um some uh I've been playing Borderlands 2 with Corey, and, you know, it's a rich universe. You could, like, tell, like, a straight-up story out of it and not yeah. just have, like, kind of, like, loot-grab kind of shooting, like, there's, game. There's good characters in that game. Story to be told in that universe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas, same, like, like everything Telltale's put out That's as far point. as episodic is out of, you know, a book or a movie or a comic book or something like that. Where, I mean, why can't it come out of a, you know, a video game that's got plenty of uh, backstory? Will yeah. they will they make it comedic? Probably. Borderlands? Probably. I think, I think that I mean, I, I, that's I, definitely part of uh, Borderlands charm. If, if they don't, that's uh that's their problem to work out, but um, Yeah. That's interesting, Jared, especially what you just said. I I feel like part of Telltale's appeal with their games is they have they latch onto these uh these mass appeal uh, properties, uh, 
And it honestly, Eric, I'm surprised to hear that they're going to pursue a Borderlands story. Not that I don't think it'll be any good, but uh, but it's more it, niche than uh, Walking Dead or yeah, stuff like that. Totally different, uh, totally different universe, right? Mm. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they, what they actually do with that because huh. I think you know where they are with the Walking Dead is great, and where they are with Fables is great. Even though less uh, people are familiar with Fables than they are with the Walking Dead. And uh, Game of Thrones will be really interesting, just because you know that has that sort of mass mass appeal, and there's obviously so many people that are willing to experience that story and engage in that story. I just feel like there will be less people that would be into experiencing Borderlands um, story as opposed to you know Borderlands proper. Yeah. See, I'm I would be the 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 one that would be more into the Borderlands one than I would be the other ones because I like the universe so much. Let me read what it says real quick. Okay. Uh, they're calling it Tales from the Borderlands, and it's coming out next year. Uh, appears to star some new characters who are not vault hunters. They're wannabe vault hunters. Um, and the game is described as very much a telltale game with a lot of story to it. It's, this is from Kotaku. Okay. I could see that being funny with wannabe be, vault hunters. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That could, that's, that could set up some, some funny things. Borderlands on its own right is a little bit comic. We had some good laughs here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's like the, what I was talking about with The Walking Dead is like you can, you know, like you said, with like the uh, vault hunters and then like the wannabe vault hunters, you can just like create this whole like all these characters and just have them. Telltale can can, can create characters and just have them do whatever they want, whereas Walking Dead can make these characters and just have them do whatever they want. Whereas with Fables, they're kind of. Uh, pigeonholed into like using the same characters that are in the book like they're using all the main characters yeah so they're gonna have to do with game of thrones not necessarily it could just exist within you know any of the conflicts going on or fair enough you know minor characters which way do you think they'll go though do you think do you think they'll use pre-made characters i think it'd be a really interesting game if they just did like a group of uh Night's Watch people going up uh, north of the which wall, is, which or is what we've like, been clamoring for for a Lord of the Rings game for the longest time. Like we don't need we don't need it to be tied into the, the trilogy or no. Any written we want to we want to outside the trilogy. We want to experience more of what's going on in the game than than just the following the Fellowship. You know. Yeah. I but all in all, I think that the Fables game has legs, and I'm really excited to play it. And to all of you. Not only the five of us, but anyone else listening should really pick up those books and read them because they're just. I, I remember like when I when I got to uh, like the end of it before because it comes out every month, but I wait for the volumes to come out, like the trade paperbacks, and like when they're like I'm still waiting for the next one to come out. It comes out next month, and I'm just like itching for it i just can't <laughs> wait to find out what happens because it like like i said it always ends in this huge cliffhanger and it just makes my guts turn that i know that i can't you know know what's going to happen nice. immediately makes sure. me want to pull more of my teeth out yeah okay very nice well thanks for that jared and we'll we'll have to we'll keep you posted on if we hear anything else about the borderlands telltale games that's that's interesting yeah I'll be be interested to see what they come up with that. So shocked, yeah. yeah. I thought uh, it said Bioshock at first, and then I reread it and it said Borderlands. Yeah. Okay. See, I feel like Bioshock would be a better choice. Yeah, I did too. Okay. Uh, I think 
2010 would be the best choice, but that's just me. FIFA 2014 by Telltale Games. Yes, make fun of me all you fucking want. 2014. <laughs> You're cutting out, first of all. Second of all, I was going to play Wolf Among Us until those snarky comments started. Yeah, you talked out. me into it, so I'm going to get it. Somebody else talked me into it. Jared just talked me out of it. Okay, well, this is Jared. Just one more question before we're done. Yeah. Um, we talked about it a little bit, but like people that have no information again. on tables or anything like that, which I don't think any of us do. Nope. Uh, would we enjoy it? Yeah, you will, because it takes place all before the first issue. And like the first issue has plenty of backstory behind it, which like that you delve into once you get deeper. But like, playing the game by itself like even like you like they explain what's going on but like just playing it it's just you know from face value a great like murder mystery kind of game yeah. uh so we need a uh, clue by telltale games uh yeah or that would be naked cool. gun 33 and a third by telltale games <laughs> naked gun 33 and a third Okay. Uh, well, I want to hear about Starbound next. Corey, tell us about Starbound, and we'll we'll chime Starbound. in too. Yeah, I've got it. Um, okay. So, Starbound. Uh, my my compatriot is is departing uh, as we speak, but uh, <laughs> Starbound is is a lot of fun. Uh, there's really no surprises so far. I haven't gotten that far into it, but um, it plays a lot like Terraria. It starts you off in your spaceship, which is cool. Like, right away, you already feel like there's so much more there than Terraria. You know, the 2D Minecraft kind of formula. Uh, it starts you off in your spaceship. doesn't really give you too much information. You figure out how to beam down to a planet. Uh, happens to be your home planet. At least in my case, it was. I don't know if that's the case for everybody. Um, but I, you know, chose my race and made my character and happened to be the Florin home planet, which is, I feel like, plant-like creatures or something like that. Uh, I ended up naming my guy Hark the Herald, which I thought was a pretty cool name. Yeah, I like, like it. At Christmas, a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Eric's not impressed. But, uh, yeah, so it beams you out of the planet, and, and as opposed to Terraria, there's like a quest log, and they give you quests, which is nice because it kind of guides you in the direction that you want to go. Um, but, you know, I will say part of the charm of Terraria for me was just like figuring out what the hell am I supposed to do? And just having no idea at all uh, and no guidance from the game. But um, that said, I feel like there's so much more going on in Starbound that if they didn't have that sort of structure, like, and, and I give them credit and I hope they don't change this because it is still in beta at this point. I give them credit because they still have that sort of vagueness. It's like, they'll give you a little bit of direction and say, do this uh, without telling you. It'll say like, do, do this um, and you need to do a, B, and C, but it won't tell you how to do A, B, and C. You kind of have to figure out A, B, and C on your own in order to get to you know D, um, which is the quest objective, which is really cool. Um, but but yeah, so it dropped me off on this planet, and uh, you know you get uh, from your spaceship, you get you get your locker equipment. So I got like a sword and, and some equipment uh, that I that I took down to the planet, and and from there, honestly, it was a lot like Terraria, just mining for minerals uh, and, and ores and stuff. And going from there and crafting stuff as you go. Um, I don't really know. Will, you played it a little bit, right? Yeah, only like 50 minutes, though. How far did you get? Uh, I was just doing the quest stuff where I was like, I think the last thing I had to do was build a, um, last, I think I built a furnace. 
So okay. I'm getting armor now. To uh to smelt ore. Yeah, so like yeah, so I can have a set of iron armor. So there's definitely a lot more going on in Starbound than there is in Terraria. As much as I love Terraria, um, but like the way you smelt ore is you build a furnace and you just put all your you know whatever kind of ore it happens to be, whether it be iron, copper, gold, silver. You put it in there and you just click smelt, and you can just you can leave it in there. And even if you have like a thousand copper ore, just put it put it in the furnace, click smelt on all of them, and it will do it without you having to be there and doing anything. Um, so there is, you know, it, there's a little bit of time devoted, but it, you know, not much. Um, so you can do that on, on autopilot without you having anything to, to do with it. You can just go do your own thing in the meantime. I was uh, digging around a lot. and I got to uh, pretty far down in the earth and I discovered some, some random structures and stuff, just like in Terraria that we found when we were playing. Uh, other than that, I don't, I don't really know because I haven't gotten that far. The furthest I got, and it's not really a spoiler because well, maybe it's kind of a spoiler. I don't know. But one of the one of the last quests I did was build a distress beacon. It tells you to build a distress beacon. And I built this distress beacon that's not that far into the game um, because that was one of the, the quest objectives. And when I built it, I got attacked by a UFO and aliens and they killed me. Uh-huh. Um, so I had to rebuild the distress beacon and be able to defeat them before I advance any further in the story. So that, that's where I'm at right now, but uh, I'm just kind of exploring the, the planet and figuring everything out. There's uh, what, What's different for me so far, other than you know what I'm familiar with in Terraria, is the spaceship stuff. And some of that is, uh, there's like a, a text, uh, tech interface. So I, in, in all my digging, I uncovered some technology, and I didn't figure out until I went back to my spaceship that I could install that technology and I would get the ability um, and it was called pulse jump so I installed the pulse jump technology on my spaceship and it actually gave my character the ability to double jump uh, which oh. is very basic technology I think I don't I really have no idea um, but now my character has it and, and you know it was, it was all a lot of uh, like crafting basic armor you know all the stuff we did in Terraria and, and going from there and just slowly building up my character and, and building better mining equipment um, in order to, you know, mine ores faster so that I could get the ores that I needed to build the next tier of equipment. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, I will say the music is fantastic. Yeah, I've it heard that. So good. It makes such a big difference. As much as I like the game, playing it without sound is fine, but playing it with sound is just so immersive. Reminds me of uh, you remember that Utopia game on SN? Yeah, yes. yeah, I do. Uh, almost like a SimCity kind of thing. Yeah, the that game was so cool, and I got you so engaged. It's the same thing, and and this, it's uh, just sucks you right in. It's so cool, and and it just makes you want to, you know, immerse yourself in the world. Uh, I've only been playing on my laptop. I haven't even tried it on my desktop. I don't know how much of a difference that'll make, but uh, it's just it's. One of the things I like about this type of game is just the unknown. And it's like, I'll get so much weird. I'll have no idea what it does. Maybe I will never learn this. Maybe I'll learn what it does 15 hours from now. I, I mined, um, in all my mining, I really down, down in the earth. I, I as uncovered a bunker that had like one of those red alarms going. I don't know why, but I ended up getting in the bunker and mining all the stuff in there. And there was like a blood bank in there that I, you know, chopped down and took for myself and installed it on my little home base. I have no idea what a blood bank does. Maybe I'll never know what it does. Um, 
but still it's there and it's like this thing that could mean something at some point and i just have no idea yeah and uh part of part of what separates starbound from terraria at least from what i can understand because clearly there's so much more that i don't understand but it's just traveling from planet to planet yeah um, i was gonna say because so- in terraria you're you're on wherever you are and you can explore the different biomes there but apparently the universe in starbound is all procedurally generated and different every time and there's countless combinations of planets and wildlife and all that stuff so yep and that's a thing it's uh you know i burnt all my fuel to start i think you start with like 100 fuel or something i went to my first planet which happened to my home planet i think i screwed that up i didn't need to do that um but then i had no fuel and i was like stuck there and it, it was whatever but uh there's definitely a lot more going on. You have to eat to keep yourself alive. Um, on the planet I'm on now, it gets really cold at night. So if I don't have a heat source, I freeze to death. Um, I'm trying to think what else what else uh, separates from Terraria. Do you guys have any questions? No, I don't. Not that I can think of. No. I mean, we once again, we kind of know what to expect here. We're just uh, curious on how all the different, the, the new mechanics, I guess you could say, uh, uh, how they add to the game. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's a, there's a uh, I'm just trying, I can't really remember Terraria at this point. Oh, really? Do you like it better than Terraria? I don't know if I like it better at this point. I like it pretty much the same. Uh, Jerry, maybe you can give us some, some clear input on, on Starbound that, that, Hello. that I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still compare it to Terraria in a, in a lot of ways. And yes, no. Uh, highlighted some of the differences. But what was your experience of Starbound as opposed to Terraria, which you played a little bit? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, as, as far as playing it, it was just like, uh, I don't know if you touched on this, but like, no matter what I was doing, I was interested in what I was doing. How much of that had to do with the music? I was playing without headphones. <laughs> no uh, I just really enjoyed what I was doing. Uh, I was just I've never spent so much time digging in the ground. <laughs> it was just Oh, that is one thing that's different. Now that you mentioned that, that's a good that's good you brought that up. Is uh, if you're digging through like sand or gravel, uh, whereas in Terraria, like sand if you were digging sand and there was sand on top of it, it just fell down. Uh-huh. Like straight down. And this one, if you dig through sand, like all the sand on either side of you collapses in uh into where you're digging so you can actually yeah it's really cool you can actually like a mine collapse yep you can actually bury yourself in sand which i came really close to thankfully jared was sitting next to me he's like don't bury yourself so i was like quickly trying to jump out of it and get up above because it also happened to me i was just digging and i hit sand and i was like oh it's so easy to cut through this and i was just like kept going and then it was all on top of me and then it was just like oh dead dead Uh, no more uh, Um, but there was on a sand sure like, yeah it's it's totally uh totally legit uh the the water is a, a little bit more fair uh if you dive into water you don't just sink and die you can actually just swim right up which is which is cool um but i wanted to go back to the the whole sand gravel uh mine collapse thing because i was just mining mining my own business underground and i hit something and all of a sudden i had like an avalanche of sand and gravel coming down which was really cool because it was just like pouring over me but i was jumping over it and always staying on top but um in addition to all the sand and gravel coming down there happened to be whatever other minerals were mixed in with that and my character was just collecting them as they came down uh-huh. so i got all these these cool resources like silver and, 
you know, whatever else happened to come down nice. uh, for my character. Well, this whole like avalanche of materials was coming down into this cavern that I was in. It was really, really cool. Uh-huh. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, have you found, I, I've been looking, but have you found a release date for consoles? I yeah. I, I haven't heard anything about console release date yet. I, I was guessing that it would be about the same, but I think they're the, it'll probably come out later. I think the PC version, once it's d- fully done, will come out first, and then they'll worry about you know putting it on consoles. And it's supposed to be on the the Vita too, so I would imagine at that point they'll they'll work on they the console version. All right. Yeah, yeah, they have. I, I just I didn't know if uh, the professionals that I'm talking with knew uh, knew of a date. Right. No, not not that I'm aware of. C and Mac, right? We don't really know the release date for that either. For what? For PC and Mac release date? No, there's no re- no release date yet, but people are an- are anticipating early next year, February maybe. So I want you guys all to play it because as much fun as we have with Terraria, I think we could have just as much fun with Starbound. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna play if, it. Not more so. I honestly like playing it. I just get the impression that there is so much more going on. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is going for and it's also you know 10 times the size of terraria the, right. the actual physical file so oh wow okay so you know there's a lot of a lot of meat there so okay any other thoughts on starbound that's it i, I definitely like i said i definitely recommend it it's 15 bucks you can on steam you can buy it from their webpage uh get an early access even if you don't want to get into early access i think it's one of those games that's going to be playing i yeah. judge a lot of uh you know what's popular by what's popular on Twitch. Uh-huh. I don't know how often you guys go there without watching us. But yeah, occasionally every I do. Twitch, I always see like the top. I think they post like the top six or, or you know eight games that people are playing. And Starbound has been up there for the last few days. Oh wow! So I feel like it's definitely had some traction. Um, even higher than Minecraft. Granted, you know it's that little first weekend bonus uh, bonus population, but you know, yeah, I feel like well, it'll it'll really take off. So. Uh-huh. Good. Okay. Did you play anything else, Corey? Uh, just more Assassin's Creed. Really, that's that's pretty much been been uh, it. Assassin's Creed and, and Starbound. Okay. Um, I'm still loving it. I got the diving bell missions, which Ooh, are cool. Me too. Diving. Yeah. Yeah. How far? Pretty... How far in are you there, Corey? I mean, did you just get that, or? I got the diving bell, and then maybe did two more main quests. We might like be. We're about right in the same spot, damn near. Right, right in it. Um, I'm trying to think of the last one I did. I can't remember. Oh, did you do the uh, the swamp, like driving driving through the swamp and chasing the, uh, the little canoe? No, with your guy. Oh, okay, all right. all right. That was the last one I did. I stopped after that. I think the last thing I did was where you find out about James Kidd. Yeah, Captain Kidd. Am I close to you? Yeah, you're you're maybe one or two missions okay. behind. Yeah. And then I did cool. a diving bell, and I think that was it. Uh, like Captain Kid's, like you're not who, or no, yeah. you say to Captain Kid, you're not who I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah, it's uh, James Kid's a pretty cool character. Got Blackbeard in there. Edward Teach. And sweet with his his shit, he's got going on. That's some good characters. That that game's really really good. I'll tell you what, Corey, if Last of Us hadn't come out, that'd probably be my game of the year. Okay. It's already thrown on. I'm going to play Last of Us. Uh, I'm coming home the Sunday before Christmas. 
and I need to beat The Last of Us before the end of the year. Do you okay. want? Do you want to borrow my PS3 for that? I'm gonna have to, even if it's just one day, I can beat it. Uh, yeah. I'll rent my PS3 out to you for fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, whichever. I mean, yeah, Corey, definitely. Because uh, I definitely want that to be in the conversation for me. Right. Yeah, so we can change uh, Skyrim for our game of the generation. Well, still bitter. Yep. But yeah, Assassin's Creed, is, were you done, Corey? I'm done, yeah. All right, I'll talk about Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Really been loving Assassin's Creed quite a bit, obviously. Um, I just wanted to talk about one of the missions. It wasn't even a mission. It was me sailing around in the sea, and I got... I really enjoy taking over forts quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. And I remember last week Corey was talking about when he takes over forts, when you get into the war room and you shoot the, the general or whatever, and he shoots him twice in the head. I decided I go execution style to the back of the dome. Okay. And just pop him make, one. Make him kneel? No, nah, I wish you could. Oh. But you can't. Okay. You just shoot him in the back of the head. Because if that were the case, I'd make him kneel, get in front of him, and then pop him in the top of the head. Okay. Brutal. Anyway, <laughs> enough about me. Um, yeah, so I, I've been doing medium force now, uh, which I gave it a whirl. One of our listeners, Ryan, was watching me do it, and I failed a couple times because what was happening was I was getting attacked by other boats, and it was Fort Navassa, which I think is to the west on the map. Um. So what I like to do is if I have a, a main story quest coming, I like to look for a fort or a diving bell mission that's on my oh, way, yeah. and I'll just stop and do it. So this fort was on the way, so I stopped, and I was getting wiped out because a couple of boats were attacking me while I was trying to take the fort's defenses down. And this particular fort had nine separate defenses to it, uh, whether it be walls or you know cannons or whatever. So finally I was like, all right, shit, I guess I gotta try and kill these boats in the meantime. And, and the best strategy that I've found is what you need to do, if your health is getting low, take out these boats, because what you can do is board them, and you can choose what to do with the resources that you find on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can put that ship in your fleet. You can repair your ship, the Jackdaw, or you can do something else that I can't remember. Um, So what you need to do is repair your ship, Uh because then your ship is back up to full health in the midst of the battle. Very helpful. Even if you're in combat with five other ships right because the other ships and the fort stop attacking you while you're boarding the other ship which isn't really realistic but whatever it's yeah a video we'll, we'll suspend our disbelief we, or we whatever. so you're boarding the ship and you're done and your ship is back up to full strength so that's what that's what i ended up having to do two separate times the first time i got down to literally my last stitch cube of health and boarded a ship and you know repaired the jackdaw and kept the battle going. And it got down, literally, it was my last shred of health after I took all the ships out against their last shred of health on the cannon. And I hit it before it got me. And it was just like nice. a super intense, epic battle for Fort Navassa. Uh-huh. And I loved it so much. Cool. Yeah. And it's it's like, like, one of the things that makes the game great uh, that other games don't have is just like, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, you know, we're talking about this boarding another ship, but it's just like climbing up your mast and jumping onto the opponent's mast and taking out the guy in their crow's nest and throwing him off of it 
and then jumping down and assassinating a guy with a you know your swords that's on the ship and just like firing your guns at a like a captain or something on the ship. I don't know. There's just it's just so rewarding. You're a badass pirate. Oh, super badass. Not in your face at all. It's like this is just part of the game and it's so rewarding for yeah. you to enjoy yourself and and climb from mast to mast and swing all over the place and shoot people and stab people and oh, it's magical. Corey, how good does a double running assassination feel? So good, especially we're talking about ship battles, especially when you pull it off on a ship battle. Yes, it's the, so key. There's two, you know, two of the the opposing ship's crew like fighting one of your guys, and you come up behind them without you without them seeing you, and you just stab them both in the back of the neck, and they just drop them, them. Yeah, and I mean, when you're fighting some bigger ships, it can be kind of tough to oh, kill. Yeah. You have to kill a certain number of guys. Sometimes you have to kill like 15 guys two scouts and the, the captain of the ship. Sometimes you have to kill 10 guys and destroy the, the ship's flag. It could be different. And that's how they determine whether you've taken over the ship successfully or not. So sometimes if you can get that double assassination, that's very helpful. That's and a, that's and a big chunk it of looks your... fucking sweet. Right. <laughs> but that game is so much better than what I was expecting. Right. Oh, oh my it's God. better than any of the Assassin's Creed's. Oh my God. Not even close I... from what I've played. It's so good. I love yeah. it. Everything about it. Uh-huh. Um, and another thing I really like is even though this is the exact kind of game that I would normally get overwhelmed with the amount of things that you can do in it, but for whatever reason, it just holds together so well. Yeah. You know, I'll get sidetracked. I'll do, I'll, I try to do one or two main quest missions and then I'll go do, you know, what I was hundred percent, a little Island or, you know, Diving bell missions, uh, warehouse missions, which I really enjoy doing. The warehouse is where you'll find a plantation, and you need to use your eagle vision to find out who has the key to the warehouse. Yeah, and yeah. you can just kind of go try and fight everybody, or you can use the stealth, which I always like to do. And you can either steal the guy's key, pickpocket him, or I usually whistle in the weeds and just jab him in the chest when they come close. Nab the key, and you know, then go raid the warehouse. But that's where you get a lot of the. Uh, the goods to use to upgrade your ship and mm-hmm. whatnot. And just so important upgrading your ship. Oh yeah. Hey, Corey, have you done any of the, uh, Kenway's fleet stuff? The online stuff? Yeah. I've sent some ships to the fleet, but I haven't touched the online at all. No. Oh, Kenway's fleet online is super cool. That's what I keep. People keep telling me that, but I just haven't done it. It is. And one of the things that's cool about it is you can help your friendships because as you progress in it, you get, um, your missions on there become longer and harder to complete. So you can help friends by lowering the amount of time that it takes your ships to go and come back with your, your money and whatnot. And you can also help them in battle, which is awesome because some of those battles are tough. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, have you approached any of the legendary ships? No, I've, I have not. Don't, Corey. Don't you're not ready. No, I'm definitely <laughs> not ready. You're not ready. I barely took out the medium four. I'm certainly not ready, but I did just purchase a couple of nice upgrades weapon-wise on my ship. Oh, nice. What'd you get? New heavy shot? New mortar. New round shot. I had already upgraded my heavy shot. So I'm rolling pretty good. I need to upgrade my defenses one more time, though. Yeah, the the hull. Yeah, the hull needs to come up. And uh, Do you ever ram ships at all? Yeah, a little bit. I have like the level three RAM, I think. Yeah. So what a yeah. fucking good game, though. How uh, terrifying uh, would that be, though, if you were on the opposing oh, ship that was about to get rammed, dude? Which apparently was a thing. I didn't even know that. Was oh a yeah. Thing, but that's 
Yeah, they would ram each other. Being definitely. a pirate would have been, and yeah, still and out. still yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> Blackbeard is such a badass. He just looks like pirate. yeah. Blackbeard just looks like such an awesome dude, and he's got four guns strapped to his chest, facing whichever which way. Eric, did you see when he put the little flaming uh, what you call it uh, in his hat? Corey was just going to bring he, that up. That's what he does. That's what he did as a an actual pirate. He, he yeah, got man, in this guy's so face. <laughs> yeah, he got in. Uh, wasn't it the pirate gentleman who he gets in his yeah. face and just kind of rips Bonnet. him a new ass? Oh, Steed Bonnet. Yeah, he makes Steed Bonnet wet himself. Yeah. Well, Steed Bonnet was uh, an actual captive of Blackbeard for a little while. Okay. Well, it, it the part he I met. Yeah, he's on his ship, and he's, like, in his face ripping him a new asshole, and it's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I just want to go home and play it. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. It's one of the better games I've played in a while. Nice. Yeah. Definitely one of the better AAA games I've played in a while. Like, it's one of the very few AAA games I've been like, man, I, I, I got to sit down and play that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm glad you like it that much, Corey. Yeah. I Don't you think Dan's going to love it? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I always talk about with uh, Ryan when he watches me stream it. Dan's just gonna love the shit out of it. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. It's got everything for you, Dan. I mean, yeah. you know, you already know the history. Yeah, it's it's a rare game where I just want to like turn myself off and just I don't want to think about you know like I'm playing a video game or I'm trying to get the most out of this or anything. I'm just like turning myself off and just trying to have the most fun with it as possible. So you want to play like, play on the Oculus Rift. Yeah, that saying. would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Okay, and just not have anybody bother me, and yeah. just have a bottle of Captain Morgan rum, <laughs> and just go to town on the oh, Man, is that a good idea? Okay, yeah. just drink your rum. Yeah, <laughs> Corey. And how cool is it when you go to the islands and you have to unlock the bar? Oh, God. or what, you what's it called? The, the townies. Yeah, you have to get in a street fight with the townies to be able to unlock the bar where you can um, hire crew members for your ship or uh, get, info. get info from the bartender, uh, which will show you like treasure maps around the island. I haven't even touched the treasure maps, Corey. There's so many. I've gotten like two of them. That's it. Yeah, I've got one, and it was a pain in my balls, but I loved every second of it. You know? Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh. Okay. Oh, only complaint. Only complaint. Swimming controls are a bit touchy. Didn't love them. I'm getting used to it, but, man, was it frustrating at first. And the sharks are fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah, the sharks are tough. The sharks are paying the balls, and they didn't put enough seaweed for you to hide in, I don't feel like, because you got sharks, you're dealing with getting enough air, you're dealing with jellyfish, you're dealing with eels, you're dealing with the shitty swimming controls, and it's like, this is, I'm up against it here. Right, okay. More yeah. offensive to me than the sharks, uh, Eric, you haven't gotten this far, but it's like your next mission or two is the crocodiles. I haven't gotten the crocs. Just wait for that, man. They come out of nowhere. Pain in the dick? Oh, God, such a pain in the dick. Did you harpoon a whale yet? No, no, I've harpooned a few sharks, but I uh, haven't gotten to the whale, so that's coming, apparently. He killed me, know. he killed me a few times. I gave up. Fuck that free willy. Yeah, okay. What a great game. Ah, uh, such a good game. We we didn't we didn't do it justice last week, and we still haven't done it justice. No. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't think you and I could, I don't think we have the vocabulary to do that game justice. It's exquisite. It is. 
<laughs> Blackbeard is exquisitely terrifying. Huh. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, dude. I can't. Same I can't wait till I till I beat it to give to you. That's it's very high on my priority list is to beat that Eric, game. Nice. Yeah. How do you feel about the um, the not in pirate world stuff? I hate that part of it. Did you get to the third part though, where you have to uh, sneak into the boss's office? Did you get there yet? I I don't think I snuck into the boss's office. I snuck into somebody's office. That might be coming next, but I'm I'm really into that part of it too. See, I'm not at all. Okay, but but I don't care enough for me to have any complaint on the game. I just don't think it's needed. Yeah. You wish you could like turn that part off. I yeah, I definitely and just be a pirate. Definitely. That's the thing. I don't know why they they make you do that. I, I think don't... it's just because that's part of Assassin's Creed is like yeah. the animus thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Fair enough. But they don't need it anymore. Right. And I think they they did like an online poll or something, kind of asking and about that. Like... I I didn't see the results, but I I think that they realize that it's just not needed, and the game is right. really good just as a standalone kick-ass pirate game. You know. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Other than that, did I play anything else? FIFA. I already talked about that. Talk I had about an awesome FIFA moment. Which um, we're trying to figure out how to put on our Facebook or the website. Yeah, I'll try so again. We'll, we'll, we'll get it up at some point. If I can't figure it out, I'll talk about it next week. But it was pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I played anything else, dude. Okay. What about you, Will? Did you play anything? I just played Age of Empires and Super okay. Mario World, so nothing really to talk about. Nothing really? Okay, I played a ton of games this week. Uh, as I said, I, you know, my daughter doesn't like to sleep unless she's laying on someone. So uh, in order to let my wife get some sleep, I take her as long as I can at night. Uh, and at first I was only able to play 4X strategy games because, uh, you know, only needing one hand, one hand when you're trying to hold an infant is, uh, you know. It, it, it just worked out perfectly. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I said I would played Europa Universalist, which I played quite a bit of. Uh, but I also went back and played more Crusader Kings too. I won't talk about it, but I did push myself over two hundred hours Jesus. played in, in Crusader <laughs> Kings too. So, uh, but I've gotten myself up to like thirty six hours in Europa Universalist already. You liking that? I really like it. Um, I really I want to play that. It's game. it's really good. Um, really like it's a really good 4x strategy game you know I, I don't know what to say other than that but in my in my thing i started colonizing so i colonized like one third of north america already All right. i colonized most of brazil i colonized south africa and i'm kind of working my way east like i've colonized a few islands in the in the indian ocean i'm working in the pacific ocean i keep getting into wars with the carpathian empire uh i don't think i've won in the past like two wars and it's the carpathian empire versus like two empires which is my empire and the ilkana empire and then a bunch of smaller kingdoms and they always beat us always beat us have you allied yeah well that's just it we're in an alliance uh it's what's it called um we're in a coalition against the carpathian empire and they they get us every time really yeah but i'm hoping one of these times i'll have enough resources from my colonial empire because i i'm the biggest colonial empire mm-hmm. i'm hoping i can i can bring those resources to bear against the carpathian empire and and finally kick their ass in a war i think we, we did beat them one time but probably every 50 years we go to war with the carpathian empire it's tough it's gonna be rewarding You're when you finally uh, crush hated rival. It, it is very much my hated rival because they own most of like uh central and eastern europe and you know into southern europe too so 
Uh, the only part of Europe other than Great Britain that I own is uh, some of nor- northern France and western France. So, And then I was telling these guys I, I've colonized like one-third of North America and Brazil and South Africa, and I'm working my That's way. Good. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm working my way towards uh, uh, Australia. I've colonized some some islands in the in the Indian Ocean and working working my way into the Pacific. So, uh, awesome game. Europa Universalis is great. But I also played uh, Civ Five, yeah, which I hadn't right. really spent that much time playing up until I I started a new game as the Mon- Mongols, the Mongolian Genghis Khan in the Mongolian Empire. Uh uh-huh. And I took it, I played maybe two or three nights straight of Civ Five and took it all the way from the beginning until, I think I'm in the 1980s. All right. But, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to do, because I always go for the economic um, type of thing. Like, even in uh, Crusader Kings and Europa Universalist, I always try to build my economy so I make a lot of money. And for this one, I wanted to not... Maybe not make as much make as much money, but me but me be more like warlike and offensive. Um, but the 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 game map I put on, I put it on was continents, and uh-huh. I was the only civilization on my continent, so I had no one to make war with early in the game. I, I had to wait until <laughs> until I got to the point where you could you know travel across the ocean before I could make war on people. And at that point, like I, I had already made my empire like a trade empire so it was too late to kind of switch into to really offensive so i'm like well that's just great the one time well, you tried were you were you uh early war civ yeah i was uh i was the mongol so i was gonna wait oh, until yeah. the med- medieval area or medieval uh medieval age and and you know use my my horse archers to to take over but like i said i was the only one on my island which was great for expansion early especially sure. but ruin my plans so i'm not quite done with that game yet but i'll be i'll be done with it pretty soon i'll probably probably either have an economic or cultural victory pretty soon but like every now and again i'll make war on someone and take a few of their cities and keep them so nice civ 5 great game i want to get brave new world uh it was my first experience with the gods and kings expansion so that that was kind of cool but i do want to get brave new world before i start my next game of civ 5 so uh, there was that, but but really, what I spent the most time playing this past week was Far Cry Three, uh-huh. uh, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, I knew I I knew I would like it, and I know we had talked about we we kind of crapped on it a little bit when we when we saw the E3 stuff, but I really didn't understand what exactly Far Cry Three was because I had I, the same thing. Yeah, because I thought it was just your standard like shooter, yeah. like it was just a shooter. It was linear and and you know, but but it's not. It's it's like Skyrim, but you know, a first person shooter, sure, yeah. you know? So it's uh open world. I don't need to talk too much about it, obviously. Cause we, you know, Eric's played it before you've played it before, right? Corey, did you play far cry three? Sure did. I think yeah. we all beat it. Oh, did you? I, I know all, I beat it. I beat it. I didn't beat it. Okay. But I played it. Um, but yeah, it's really amazing. It's one of those games that has those awesome, <clears throat> like gaming moments that you'll always remember. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because the, the world feels so alive. And like, one of the things I like about it is when you're just, Walk, wandering around like you'll see battles between the pirates and, yeah. and whoever the islanders are that, the that live there the inhabitants of the island and you know you can obviously go help them out or just move along but uh it really feels like it's it's alive because there is always people like cruising around or you'll see a group of guys in the woods hunting um which is really cool but one of the things i thought 
at least when I first started playing it, was awesome. I was uh, just wandering down a road, and, and there was a group of the, the enemy guys coming at me trying to hit me with their Jeep. Uh, luckily, I was able to sidestep. I shot the driver, uh, and there was like there was two or three guys in the back of the jeep, and yeah. it went careening off a cliff and just killed the rest of them. I was like, "Nice, that's awesome. That's like a totally unscripted thing that happened in the game. Yeah. Um, probably only happened in my game. Well, it yeah. might have happened in someone else's game, but you know, it's it's that type of moments that game, make games like Skyrim or uh, the Fallout games or or Far Cry, you know, so good. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I agree, man. Um, Assassin's Creed's got that. For it's you it's too. similar. Well, it's a Ubisoft yeah. game, so it it it's got that same feel. As, mm-hmm. And you know, with the towers when, when you're exploring, uh, taking over forts, it's got that sort of stuff in it, uh, like an Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. game. Um, but yeah, I really like Far Cry Three so far. The graphics are amazing. Um, I like the upgrading weapons, upgrading your character. The driving is really good in it mm-hmm. too. Uh, for a first person shooter. I don't think you could ask for more for, as far as the driving, driving. goes. Yeah. Did you kill any tigers yet? I've killed ever. Yeah, I, I've almost upgraded all my equipment nice. all the way. I've wow. killed. I've killed. I've not done much in the story. I'm just going around doing random stuff, finding all the, the collectibles. The story. Yeah. Did you take any? Uh, not forts. Oh, what are they called? The, the outposts. The outposts. Oh yeah. yeah, I've taken. I think ten of. I think there's thirty four. Yeah. So I've taken 10 of 34. I've only done, like, maybe two or three story missions. I'm pretty early in the story still. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I've put 12 or 13 hours into it. Yeah, I took all the forts and uh, got all the radio towers before I did any story. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's an awesome game. I'm glad I played it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I feel bad for crapping on it now. But I, re- I just <laughs> didn't understand what it was about. I don't think any of us understood what Far Cry no. was, really. No. No, they did a bad didn't. job of advertising and, it. And none of us had had played a Far Cry game before. And you're right. When they when they showed the uh, the trailers and stuff for it, they didn't show how open world, at least as far as I can remember, yeah. they didn't show how open world and how, how much you can do in that game. They really I don't didn't. think they've really done enough to show that series, honestly, because if, the fact that not one of us has ever played one of those games before yeah. that was like... Yeah, that's kind of a strange right. You know that that none of us had even tried one. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I love Far Cry. I can't wait to play it again. The only thing I don't like about it is the UPlay stuff. Like I have it on Steam, but it makes me launch UPlay, Uplay. and all the achievements are on UPlay. I don't want that. That's no. like Origin. Exactly. I want nothing to do with it. Just put your game on Steam and shut up. I've got that on Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying. It is really annoying. So, uh, if they did away with that, it would be, it would be. Perfect. Just about perfect, yeah. I really, really like Far Cry. Nice. I don't have any complaints about... Have you done any boss battles yet? I don't think so. I'm interested to see what you think. Okay. I probably won't like them. I didn't like them. Okay. They were weird. Very weird. I'm to the part where you have to go find Citra, I think her name Mm. is. Citra. Yeah, yep, yep. So, like I said, three or four story missions in pretty early. So... Uh, yeah, Far Cry Three is awesome. It's my it's my my game that I'm I'm playing at night now. So nice, dude. I'm glad yeah. you like, like it. it yeah. yeah, and I got it for seven fifty. I think you can't beat oh, that. Jesus, that's a hell of a buy. Yeah, you can't beat that seven fifty <coughs> for Dang. for Far Cry Three. So, all right, well, we're gonna take a quick break and be back. We no one else had anything they want to talk about playing, right? Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with feedback and roundtable right after this. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 124 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in our feedback segment along with uh, Roundtable, which I don't think we're going to cover, right? No. No, I don't have anything. So It's uh, our long-lost Roundtable segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 maybe next week I'll come up with something, but that's that's certainly not a promise. Our, our mission is to have a Roundtable for each person next week. <sighs> yeah, right. But anyway, Jared, thanks for joining us. I know you got a few parting words. Oh, thank you guys so much. I had a uh, uh, more than a blast the whole time. But I do want to plug. Uh, I know that sounds very sexual. Um, butt plug. No, I don't mean butt plug. Oh, plug plug. I, I know you do, Dan. Right. But uh, I'm. I don't mean that. Um, I play in a band called Out of Gas, and uh, you can find our music at Out of Gas. O u t t a g a s dot bandcamp dot com. Uh, other than that, we're just playing shows around the uh, greater New York State area, and I just want to say thanks so much, and I hope to do it again. All right, thanks, Jared. Let us know when you thanks. want to come on again. You're welcome anytime. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll uh, send Eric a text, and he won't respond to me. <laughs> I respond to everybody's text. Eric's better about responding to texts than. Than me, that's for sure. Hey, you're All right, good so I'll send it to you, so I'll feel bad if I don't get on. Okay. <laughs> there you go. okay. All right, Jared. Thanks, Take it easy. See, Jared. Yeah. Good night. See ya. All right. Let's get into feedback. The Ooh. first is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys, I may miss the live stream because I'm going to be watching the VGX tonight, video the video game awards. Uh, I'm trying to beat uh, AC3, and then I'm going to restart a new game of AC4 because it's such a great game. Grid 2 is an okay game, and of course it looks great like any racing game. Boise State had coach gone, and I hope they bring someone good in, maybe Nick Saban. Well, I think that's it for me. Uh, yeah, I had forgotten the v- the video the video game awards were tonight i just Uh, don't care i feel like that's all just a bunch of bullshit yeah i mean we talked about do we we probably could use that as a round table the awards for next next week week. yeah we can okay because i'm sure we'll have something to talk about there yeah so yeah we'll save our 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 commentary on the the award winners until next week we'll talk i'm more interested in any video game news that comes out yeah which there's already been a couple things did we talk about that was it during the episode okay um there's already been a few things but of course some of that we'll cover in nimble bits next week's episode um trying to be assassin's creed 3 good luck with that man i really did not like assassin's creed 3 but uh, hey if you're enjoying it and can get through it more power to you because i do not like leaving games unfinished but that was one that i left unfinished which is unfortunate but yeah uh then a restart a new game of assassin's creed 4 you don't blame me there right not at all yeah a lot of gameplay though yep yeah, especially, I mean, he probably didn't 100% everything, because I don't know that you would restart. Well, maybe you would restart. There's God, a lot of stuff to so get. Long. There's a lot of stuff to get in that game. Uh, Grid 2 is an okay game. Of course, it looks great like any racing game. Anyone familiar? I'm not familiar with Grid 2. Grid 2 is the one that just came out for free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, For the that's right. Game Collection. Okay, that's right. I downloaded it. I have not played it. Okay. Uh, one of our listeners told me it's more of an arcade racing game. Is opposed to the simulation okay so which can be a good thing or a bad thing yeah depending i'll give it a world at some point right i don't know right don't know when okay uh boise state head coach gone and i hope they bring someone good in maybe i'm assuming he means nick saban right is nick saban gonna get fired 
No, he's. I rumor is he's leaving to go to Texas. Which if he goes Why? to long, I don't know. I if he goes to the Longhorns, I'm gonna be kind of mad. Where is he now? He's in Alabama. Why would he leave Alabama? I don't know. Because they, well, I think because they lost a game. Well, <laughs> he's getting chased out now because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they that lost. Be. But I, I don't know. The way I look at it is, I think it's just a bunch of Longhorn fans making noise. Right. They're not very they're, good. They got smoked in the Big 12 championship. I don't even know how they made it to the Big 12 championship, but yeah. they got smoked by Baylor. Well, Baylor, it, Baylor puts up a lot of points. Baylor's good. I'm surprised they lost a game this year. Right. But I don't know. I just If Nick Saban goes anywhere, I hope it's to anywhere but Texas. Right. So I could give less of a shit where Nick Saban goes. Right. Hope he becomes an NFL coach again. Who was he coached for? The Dolphins? Dolphins. <laughs> Eric's favorite team. The fish. The stinky fish. Stinky <laughs> fish. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's going to co- coach Boise State, but I always like that, like Boise State as a, as a football program because yeah, they're here. not they're not your Alabama or your LSU or anyone or USC, but they, they, they've made noise, you know, in the, oh, yeah, in they, the rankings. That coach was like 40-some four, wins and like. 12 losses or something ridiculous yeah. like that. Dude, I'm surprised he left to go to Washington. I know. Of all the places he's been could've, offered. Could have gone to. Yeah, he could have gone to USC. Um, the man. Washington Huskies? They beat him this year, too, which yeah, was weird. But it's like, I don't know, it's like uh, being offered to coach North Carolina in basketball and choosing, like, East Illinois. Yeah, like Belmont, <laughs> who beat North Carolina recently, but that's besides the point. That's not the right. point of the, the thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Something, well, he must have got a lot of money. Yeah. I was like hearing, too, that, you know, birds would, would die trying to land on the field because <laughs> they thought great, it was water. That's great. <laughs> I, it's sad, I'd love but to it, see it happen, it's funny. To be yeah, honest. It's funny. I wish I had been doing a game. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's it from from idaho jake uh from tito i have a question for both eric and Corey concerning assassin's creed 4 are there pirate ships versus giant squid battles if not ubisoft better release a patch uh that includes hunting my tail just shut off that includes hunting giant squids i mean come on giant squids are legendary <laughs> and real they're not in the game actually a couple other listeners replied back to him about mm-hmm. this but they are not in the game mm-hmm that would be awesome. That, maybe that maybe that'll put that out as DLC. That would be so cool. Think about like the tentacles wrapping around yeah. the ship and just that would be awesome. Yeah, that was a big thing in um Frick. I can't remember now if it was it, one of the uh Pirates of the Caribbean movies, wasn't it? Or was I wasn't it? a fan of those, so I didn't The first really... one was awesome. The la- the second two like were, weren't as good. Um but it also might have been Voyage of the Dawn Treader, the Chronicles of Narnia book that I might be thinking of. I don't remember now. Maybe. I'm not. Huh? I don't know. I That would be cool, though, to put that in there as DLC. I agree. That would. Def- that's a good idea. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Giant squid battles. But the harpooning is cool. I've only done a very little of it. That's another thing. I haven't even really touched. I wish there was an hour total playtime thing on there so yeah. I could see how long I've played. Yeah, that's what I like about Steam. keeps yeah. track of all that stuff. I like that, too. So, but. Okay. Uh, next week's episode, we're looking at probably Thursday. We have a voicemail. Oh, that's right. Damn it. I didn't even call that up. Sorry, Will. <laughs> Will's <do> hungry. <laughs> Again. Hungry Will's too. hunger pains are setting in. I'm going to go home and have another bowl of soup. Uh, voicemail. You going to T-Bell, Will? 
Mm, not sure. Whatever, wherever Alan Martha takes that me. Sounds good. It all sounds good. Right that's, now. that's true. I think sounds good. You could give me. What's just the worst? Braunschweiger. Liverwurst. You could give me that, and I'd probably eat it. I probably wouldn't. Did he email us the voicemail? I think so. Okay. I completely forgot to call this. Is up. it in the feedback? Uh, this, feedback is, this is our Google Voice thing. Oh yeah, I think he emailed it, Dan. Okay. Whew. How do I get to it's chill? Here. Yeah, it's chilly down here, brother. Um. There we go. Gmail. The fuck. I'm excited to watch the new trailer for the division because that yeah. was the game i was most pumped for the division i'm looking forward to seeing what what destiny has in store for us uh, apparently, and the witcher. apparently the witcher one is just awesome they oh, released yeah. one the other day for that they could release more i'm really behind on my game news for the past you week, know what we also so. didn't touch on tonight was the fake fallout 4 thing oh that I, broke I my thought, heart i thought of you guys that broke my heart i wanted to cry yeah. Corey, wait, Corey tweeted it. Did he? I thought it was him. Oh, I gotta download it. Does it take a while? I don't think so. I'm gonna use the bathroom. You wanna use the pisser well? Sure. Oh, Dan, in yeah. other news, I got that FIFA video on our oh on our Facebook on our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, I had to share it from like the official PlayStation Share thing that came on my facebook mm-hmm. which has this huge long description that don't even bother looking at just play uh, the video okay i think i got okay i think we're good here got her i think so all right wait till will gets back though wait, you want me to come back now no go ahead anyway okay we're all set with that sorry uh, sorry it, ryan i i completely forgot that we had gotten a voicemail in go other ahead. news that came out today the Tomb Raider next gen version is coming out January twenty eighth. Okay. I personally have no interest. No, I have it on my computer. Yeah. It's not gonna look better, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not I, I don't really have any interest in replaying it. It was really yeah. good, but yeah. No interest. I'll probably replay it at some point. You know, when it, like late January when I'm nothing's come out and I'm still hitting my backlog. Thief? Is that Maybe. supposed to come out early? Thief is January, I do believe. Okay. I might be wrong. But I think Thief is January. Uh, Infamous is February? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I had heard February. I heard maybe March. It's March. March. I'm wrong. Okay. You know what? I think Thief is February. Okay. And then Infamous is March. Uh-huh. But we're going to have Destiny betas coming out. Yeah. Uh, what's the other beta? June. It's Destiny beta. Oh, is that June? I think so. Damn. Oh, the Final Fantasy beta. Final Fantasy beta, yep. So, I'm still waiting to hear I'm playing aside two. That Which could come out at any time, any really. Any time, yeah, because it's never already know. out for PC. Yeah. It's like paradise out there. It's <laughs> so freaking cold out. And Dan, I'm pretty sure your neighbor saw me peeing in the backyard. That's fine. It's, I always pee out there. They've seen it. Uh, whatever. We do it every episode. They heard you peeing outside. They didn't see you peeing could outside. Could have <laughs> Okay, here we go. Here is our voicemail. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is uh, Ryan in Iowa. I uh, just wanted to give you a little feedback, especially about this uh, this game called The Wolf Among Us. It's uh, by Telltale Games, 
and uh, the, the makers of the Walking Dead game. And I gotta say, I, uh, I loved it. I, it's a very strong recommend by me, especially if you liked the Walking Dead series from uh, Telltale. It's, um, it's got everything that you liked from the Walking Dead game, but a little bit more action um, and a little bit faster pace. And uh, I would even say the story is a little darker, and I'm, they only had just the one episode to buy at, at the time. Uh, but a, a quick summary without giving too many spoilers, but it's based off of this Fables um, comic book series, and it's basically all the Fables left um, the Fable world, the um, fantasy world, and are placed in, I believe, the Bronx um, yeah, like a couple neighborhoods of the Bronx. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Corey could say if he's gone to the Bronx, if it's very, you know, filled to full of characters and uh, kind of crazy fable-like people, uh, he can tell us that. I've never been to NYC, so I wouldn't know. But uh, you play as the sheriff of, of the fable town of all the displaced fables, and you are uh, Big B, the big bad wolf, uh, you don't look like a wolf, you look like a guy, um, and it kind of has like a, a noir kind of feel to it, because he has like a white collared shirt, but he has like this black tie that he always like kind of adjusts kind of in a cheesy James Bond sort of way, and uh, he's doing investigative stuff, so it has a kind of noir feel to it, it's uh, current time, but he basically goes around policing uh, all the fables he has um, and all the fables have this thing called like a glamour which is basically like a magic spell that you look like a regular human to regular humans or they in the game they call them the, the mundies or which stands for mundane and uh, it's really cool it's, it starts off very quick and um, kind of throws you to the fire right away especially with a big action sequence and then um, in the investigative mode and uh, a, a big development of the story, and you know, you meet uh, tons of characters. I mean, they they have like Beauty and the Beast, and um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, and, and even they even pull from like the Wizard of Oz series, and they have like the one of the flying monkeys. But it it's it's really great, and um, it it's a, it was a little short, but I if I recall. The Walking Dead uh, first episode was a little short, too. I'd say it was two hours and 20 minutes. Uh, but it was definitely worth uh, the $5 I paid for on the 360, and then I got the season pass, which was 15 So all in all, it's um, it's going to be 20 bucks, and then I'm just waiting for the other episodes to come out. Uh, I liked it so much, I played it a second time and did some different decisions, and, uh, and then the lady friend played it um, a third time as well, and uh, I've definitely got my five dollars out of it and uh like i said it's it it has the potential to be as good maybe even better than the walking dead series that they did um i really liked big b i really liked the whole aspect of your um kind of a disliked guy but you're trying to uh reform yourself and uh try and put your past you know killing and and, um being a real asshole like pat uh, past you and um you can kind of play that either way and uh, play up the reform part of yourself or, or still play up the I'm an asshole and a giant wolf and I'll just beat the crap out of you. Uh, but yeah, I loved uh, I loved it and I strongly recommend it. 
As for um, the last episode, thank you, Corey. Uh, even in your drunken stupor, uh, thanks for uh, giving me some uh, love about uh, the review that I did for you guys. Uh, I love doing it, and uh, hopefully this one um, motivates you to get it or try it. Um, I, I love the fact you guys are all really liking, like just loving Black Flag, liking it, and uh, I'm, I'm glad everybody kind of came around on it. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I'm, I'm glad that uh, Ubisoft kind of really fixed everything and made it a good balance of an assassin game and a pirate game, which you guys were kind of talking about. Um, as for what was the oh the animus, uh, the part that Eric was really hating on, it gets better. Uh, it gets a little bit more relevant, and then there's some mini games that you can do in like the real world that that are challenging and they're they're unique. Uh, I'd suggest to try one or two of them. Um, I, I I liked it far more than than uh, AC3 and some of the just meandering of just talking and stuff to your dad when you were like Desmond and stuff, which was really pointless. But I, I like the balance of it a lot more. And uh, as for what Corey was saying, the, some of the pirates are so great. You'll, Corey, if you haven't gotten to it yet, you'll see far more of Captain Kidd. And um, I would say Captain Kidd is probably the most interesting character of the game, actually. Um, there's a couple little twists with him. and uh, Or uh, maybe the Dread Pirate Roberts. But um, I know it's going to be a game Dan's going to love, especially just... Hopefully, you know, just me talking about the Dread Pirate Robert showing up and then some of the missions that you do with uh, Blackbeard. Hopefully that gets you salivating a little bit, Dan. And um, I could tell Corey was super into it and super into the characters. And it sounds like you, Dan, know the characters even more as a, as a pirate fan. So I'm glad you guys really liked it. Uh, the legendary ships are an awesome part of the game. And trust me, Corey, you will get to beating them at some point. And I will leave you with the teaser that after you beat all four of them, you get a bonus or a reward. It's actually very helpful and um, actually really cool. I didn't expect it after I beat uh, the fourth one. I, I beat them all in sequential order uh, immediately after I upgraded my armor. And I had most of my ship upgraded, um, but they are a gigantic pain in the dick. And if you haven't even... Eric, I would suggest to go just go find one just for the hell of it. They're in the uh, they're in all the corners of the map, and just go find one and just try it once or twice and just see how you know gauge how difficult they are. But it's really awesome. Um, finally, to wrap it up, uh, my roommate got an Xbox 360. Xbox uh, One. In maybe a week or two, on the next episode or so, um, maybe I'll give you guys a three or four minute review. It's it's um it's a unique system. It's he loves it more than me, but after I get some more playtime into it, I'll uh, I'll give you a full fledged review about it. But uh, thanks a bunch for uh, let me send in my feedback. I uh, highly encourage to pick up the Wolf Among Us or uh, Black Flag if you haven't at this point. Um, thanks a bunch for your time and catch you later. Yeah, when he said Xbox 360, he 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 tweeted us later or maybe put on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, he he said uh his roommate got an Xbox 1. So that that's what he he meant to say. Um but yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to hear about it. I like getting people's people's perspectives. Your roommate might have like a lot of use out of the TV stuff too. So, you know, if that's the case, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Um yep, we we talked quite a bit about The Wolf Among Us. It sounds awesome. I will probably give it a try. Same here. Uh but I will wait until all the episodes come out 
altogether and and buy the complete package hopefully on sale at some point um just because i like to play those and you know i understand the the value of waiting which I, for the walking dead i waited like overnight before i played the next episode um but i still like to play them close together like i feel like a month or two is too far in between each too episode much. it's way too much I um think. so i'm also going to do that with the walking dead season two and, and wait until it all it, it's all released and, and out and i'll and i'll play through it you know, within a week altogether, you know. So, which is the same thing I like to do with TV shows. I never like to wait a whole week for a new TV show. Let or, alone a month. Or, or yeah, or, or off the off season, you know, for, for doc, Doctor Who in particular. Yeah, because they only have like 12 to 14 episodes per season. Mm-hmm. So then you have to wait all that time in between. Yeah, it's a, it's a pain. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely play The Wolf Among Us, but once it's all all released and out. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, I can't wait to play. I really think I'm going to like it. Yeah. So. I'm, I got to get it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, if I had the cheddar, I'd buy it right. <laughs> if it wasn't right before Christmas, I'd buy it right now. But Christmas ruins a lot of Oh, my everything. God, yeah. The Grinch has it right. He definitely had it right. I saw. I. I. I as I get older, I'm like, you know, the Grinch. He's Grinch. not such a bad guy. Yeah, he was right. <laughs> I actually really like Christmas. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting we're getting to Christmas, so yeah, we're almost there. I got Christmas Eve off this year too. Which nice. Is, which is a change. That is nice. Okay. So thanks for that, Ryan. We'll uh, we'll be hearing from you about the Xbox One. So. That'll be good. That's that's everything, right? So yeah, uh, we're looking at recording Thursday. We're not sure what the episode's going to be about, but we'll let you know uh, at, at some point during the week. It may even be Thursday during the day when we let you know because we might not have our topic figured out until yeah. then. <laughs> so we'll let you know as soon as we find out. So uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode one twenty four of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. American Will. Uh, Corey's not here right now, but uh, I'm Corey. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.